Hello, and welcome to Close the Door and Burn It Down, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with usually heavy, heavy, heavy leanings toward our two favorite characters, Brienne and Brienne. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, um, I am Chicky. Yes, I'm, I'm back for this mess. Um, I am joined today by Guile. Hi, I'm Guile. I tweet at Door Podcast. And Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And Eon. Hey, this is Eon. I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. And we have two of our occasional gents. We have Devin. Hi, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Cody. Hey, this is Cody, and I'm the Crimson Lord on Twitter. Oh, and I suck. I just realized I forgot we also have comma. <laughs> it's all right. I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> Hi, this is comma, and you can find me at the hyphen, real hyphen, comma splice on Tumblr. I can't believe we're back, comma. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I was so psyched we got you back on for an episode of show episode. <laughs> I'd never do another show episode again. And yet here you are. Here we are. Here we are to review Game of Thrones season eight, episode five, which was entitled Is it the Bells or just Bells? The Bells? I think it's the Bells. Yeah, I think it's the Bells. The Bells. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> The who gives a fuck? Which is basically yeah. like uh, like we're just doing a hate mail read. <laughs> <laughs> For our episode entitled "Lol." Um, okay, so we're gonna do a little different format this evening. We are not really gonna fully recap from beginning to end the, the episode, just because, as you guys might imagine, we have received a massive amount of mail this week. Um, so we're just going to kind of read our mail and talk about the episode through our mail because we think we're going to talk about everything in the mail anyway. And as usual, we give our standard warning for discussions of rape and violence. And we are probably going to talk about spoilers, possibly for the next episode. We'll try to warn Devin so he can take his headphones off. Um, but it's probably going to creep in, guys, because there's a very much a, a give no fucks attitude about this podcast right now. So, right, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so who has mail? Who who wants to start with some of our massive, massive amount of mail? Well, I can start with a couple of the ma- couple of Gmails if you'd okay. like. Yeah. So uh, we're just starting with ones that are pre. This will actually be a good progression because these are ones that are pre episode five, post episode four. So just imagine there's like a certain psychology of going from, you know, I'm really upset to, you know, I'm enraged. So, um, yeah, burn it down. So this is from Kaylee, who says, hi, all. (laughs) And then I read this one. It's like, wow, it gets worse. But um, okay, Hi, all. I was fucking depressed after episode eight, four. I was just waiting to hear your podcast rage with all of you and you did not disappoint. Thank you for expressing the outrage we feel at what those two fuckers D&D have done to our beloved characters, Jamie and Brienne. As soon as I saw they wrote that episode and the upcoming ones, I knew there would be no good ending for our heroes or this show in general. 
Anyway, my question is this. I've read many of your JB fanfics over the years, and it's obvious that any one of you could have written a much better storyline ending for our ship. So I'm wondering if you could join together like the Power Rangers and write the ending <laughs> we deserve for our beloved characters, Jamie and Brienne. I had the exact same thought for you guys, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Lot would keep killing people. <laughs> yeah, yeah so my two sisters in common now that you so in between all this common and I comma and I met each other in real life so that's awesome just awesome. adding adding a little color to the podcast today but um so my two older sisters used to round robin write stories together and they would like just fuck with each other so like one of them hated any kind of amnesia and then also drug smuggling so <laughs> like the other would purposely those write those things. They'd write those specific things into the story to just screw with her. <laughs> so I feel like awesome. we would start doing that to each other. <laughs> you know we would. I mean, if we weren't going Our to before, puppies. now we would. <laughs> Lot would start killing kids. Child. Oh, God, to kill Tom <laughs> yeah. again. In all of the ways, 100 different ways to kill Tom. And then well, Hot Pie dies. Randomly. Oh, God. Yeah. At least well, Hot Pie hasn't died. <laughs> one, it one would be spot. funny, though, because we know Chicky hates... Jamie, Brienne, children, and <laughs> pretty much. So one of us would keep giving them kids, and the lot would keep killing them. <laughs> I don't hate Jamie, Brienne, children. I just hate Jamie dies, and then Brienne is the vessel for his seed. Jamie, Brienne. It's, it's really too bad because I feel like I you're going to get that. But yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I almost that, feel that like that that's going to happen. I mean, I don't even know if that's going to happen that? because I mean. I don't know that we're even going to get that. I feel like I'm so like, we're going to get nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing about them anymore. It's done. Can, can I just say, I saw all these people, like a couple of people I follow on Twitter were going, well, what about, you know, and they're listing all these characters. And I'm like, no, you really don't want to know. Because yeah. if they forgot about it, there's a chance that you can just pretend that so-and-so is still alive and not <laughs> killed off their desecrated in the most horrible ways but if they remember god help them all oh gosh like i like to believe hot pie is somewhere out there just baking bread and living the good life oh for sure only got one more episode he can make it he can make it (laughs) uh more do you want to move on yeah, we got it. Okay. I mean, what, how, what, we, what do we got? Like 70 pieces of Yeah, no, like 49. I counted 49. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a record for us. Jesus well, so, Christ. I thought last week was a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it, it dwarfs like, last week. I was scrolling and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is another email from prior to um, from prior to the the last episode and it's from another one of our occasional gents jake and jake says hi ladies and devon i haven't been watching the new season but i've been enjoying your episodes about it i have a couple of thoughts normally i hate fandom pylons about a piece of art because people have such high expectations but they're disappointed the star wars prequels and the hobbit trilogy have problems but i never appreciated the extensive bitching about it since i think in both cases the creators had visions and really cared about what they were making but simply produced flawed works I find Got to be uniquely frustrating, though. On some level, I can understand why D&D would be so burned out on this show, and I get the impression that they really want it to be over with as fast as possible. Everything I've seen about it behind the scenes makes it seem like a logistical nightmare and an overall grind to produce. If that's the case, why not just bring in someone else who gives a shit and let them captain the ship going forward, while you shift attention to other projects? That isn't an unusual thing to do in television. 
My only guess is that they started to believe their own accolades and want full credit for the series to buy them as much clout in Hollywood as they can get for whatever they want to do next. Um, by the way, please, Kathleen Kennedy, for the love of God, do not give these fucking morons Star Wars. Oh, we got some bad news for you there. Yes, sorry, Jake. Um, What makes this so awful is that so many of the problems can just be chalked up to carelessness or just not giving a shit. I know it's kind of a nitpick to look at trebuchet placement on the battlefield, but it indicates a lack of attention to detail, which is a problem for a series where a lot of the appeal stems from its realism. If they could hire someone to fully to develop fully functional Dothraki and Valerian languages, couldn't they have consulted one or two medieval or military historians for how to set up the most important battle in the whole fucking series? Seasons 5 on and onward are littered, are littered with shit like this. Anyway, I like y'all's newfound attitude to treat this as bad fan fiction. That's probably the healthiest way to look at it. Thanks again for recapping these episodes and watching it so I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I feel like Jake's totally right on it. Yeah. You know, I they think want, they well, want all the credit. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, and, I mean, there was the thing where, you know, Jamie has a hand. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, how do you fuck up that bad? Didn't they say it was you, just, you just have to still, not though. care. I assume it was a last minute reshoot. That's the only well, way it comes to my mind. It's a production still. They release production stills, you know, and they're what they're usually this? shot during rehearsals. Uh, so still though, they say you that's know, what happened. If sure. this were like something like my friend was producing in his backyard, I would get it. Yeah, I yeah. Would. If this was like an independent film, I would. You know, you you forgive all that stuff, but it's not. You hire people to do this stuff, and it's kind of a big fucking deal. Well, and especially with as much post as is done on this show, you yeah. know a lot of eyeballs are like micro looking at every single goddamn, I mean, mm-hmm. frame, you basically. Think, but it, but it kind of seems like, in fact, they weren't. Well, <laughs> well I mean, no, but, you know, I did see that apparently. In, so, one, yeah. Well, and a cameraman got in a shot, right? Yeah. Well, and there's, like, someone in, like, uh, modern shoes. You know, it's just... They made everyone sign all of these secrecy agreements. They went to all that trouble, and then... <laughs> that still didn't save them from leaks. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then the, the details are... Or just, like, there was a great thing I saw on... Um, I think it was on Twitter today about... It was um, from Blackwater and all the characters talking about what bells mean. And, you know, oh, bells is you know, a new king, a wedding, a death, ha, you know. And then, you know, in this episode, well, bells mean surrender. <laughs> and, like, before, they specifically have Davos saying bells don't mean surrender in Blackwater. Like, they don't. Uh, part yeah. of, I mean, part of it's just, like, the carelessness. But then a lot of it, I think, is that they don't have, they don't follow their own continuity. There's no, uh, yeah. there's no internal yeah. consistency. Yeah. That's even from episode to like, episode, or the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode. <laughs> right. Well, and then like they're, I, I usually try to avoid watching their inside the episode because they just, oh, God, so I, I find, it's like when Trump gets on the radio, I feel my blood pressure going up. But it's like, <laughs> Danny kind of forgot about, no, Danny didn't forget. You forgot. <laughs> yes. Right. You know, that's what happened. You forgot. You know, don't give me this shit that you're just, they're fan wanking is what they're doing. It's bad enough I got to put up with that from people I know. Now I got to put up with it from professional writers. And isn't that a cheap cop out to say your character forgot? Like, what the fuck is that? You write this shit. (laughs) 
Well, they obviously had no one look at their scripts. Like, I'm sure they look at, you know, Dave Hill and Cogman's scripts, but no one looks at their scripts or no one reviews it. They don't, you know, it is. Who is the script supervisor anyway? Is it, is it Hill? Who's in charge of continuity on this shit? Is it Hill? Is it Dave Hill? It was was Cogman, Cogman, but but it might be Hill now. I don't know. I don't fucking know, but God. Yeah, it. Linda well, they just don't care. Marshall? I mean, I get it. They just don't care. I don't know who Linda Marshall is, but she's listed as their script supervisor. Is she? <laughs> but I mean, for when 64 the scripts are... episodes, maybe she just started drinking at some point and just. Well, yeah. I don't know who this is. By your when the scripts are being written by the showrunners, I mean, how are you supposed to supervise that? Like, you know, she's not. She has no well, power. My guess is, like, in a more healthy environment, they probably actually, you've got someone who's got less of an ego and goes, please tell me if I screw up, and that's probably not them. I don't think that they ever can even imagine that that's a possibility in the world at this point, which is, you know... Well, they're going to have fun with Star Wars. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there, because that is a very um, interesting fandom. Yeah. Mm. When the Jedi's forget their lightsabers, people are going to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) They just forgot about the Empire. It's fine. (laughs) Which is, you know, which is crazy because I saw that meme, or it was like a meme today about, um, you know, what does it say? Danny's arc, like something that's alluding to the fact that Danny's arc finally is, you know, something's worse than Anakin's arc. So you think about, like, Star Wars people have already gone through, like, that being desecrated. You know, that could have been something really amazing, and they fucked that up. So I can't even imagine what they're going to do with ugh, these two. Yeah. I mean, are they, it's a, is it a prequel that they're doing or what are they doing in the Star Wars universe? Know. It's a whole separate trilogy okay. from the main Star is Wars it? universe, but it's okay. still in Star Wars. I mean, so the, the Star Wars universe, is, but not the characters. So the tone is probably yeah. going to be drastically different. Then, I'm There's no Skywalkers or anything like that. It's a completely okay. separate trilogy in the, I mean, in the, ugh. <sighs> And in general, I don't think they've always been noted for their um, stunning portrayal of, um, you know, gender diversity or anything. So I don't know how that's all well, going to play. Well, they right the Star Wars fandom. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's going to be so much of a problem. Although, I, I have to be clear, I haven't really been in the fandom for a long time. So for all I know... Well, there's a, a significant chunk of the fandom who is a little butthurt about the fact that, you know, ladies are heroes in, in the current trilogy. So... You know, that okay, well then, there you are going to fit right on in, and yeah. it will not be a problem for them. Not to mention the issues with, you know, including people of color in the Star Wars trilogy, and now these yahoos yeah. being involved. Oh uh, should really be a nice that. You know what's really insane? Remember all, like, the articles about how great, like, and everybody's saying how women were really taking over on Game of Thrones, they're really coming into their own, like, what? bullshit you know it's absolutely well they had that really good writer who um went on to something else that vanessa taylor but she didn't make it past she left in like season two or season I think three her last three. episode was dark wings dark words which yeah, is actually her... like really if you rewatch it it's really well written it's, really it's such funny. a good jamie brienne episode too yeah it's a great jamie brienne episode. and i think that was even before that i mean i think even before they were getting kudos for all the like you know oh because danny and cersei and all these you know they have this sort of and sansa like thing going on well, i mean but... they, they, they were you know, also the being a lot writes... closer to the yeah. source material yeah. that yeah. wasn't them that was before they decided to right. write fanfic George writes interesting women. Yeah, and, so like, they went know. to like these flat, like, it was like sort of this, like, you know, oh, these stereotypical, like, we're going to, oh, we're going to make badass women. And then they just, I mean, all of their characters, them. they writ, 
all of their characters turn flat. Like yeah, they don't yeah. have a single character that's not either a caricature or just completely flat. Yeah. yeah I mean, they just, they don't have any talent to write interesting human <laughs> beings. I mean, I know that sounds like really horrible and, and like it's arrogant true. of me to say that, but you know, deny. Show me an example of, of an interesting character that they so write. So write it and prove Guile wrong. Yeah, I mean, I really, you know. <laughs> you you did love they, Martha they, and Nora there? Those I mean, seminal. again, they ruined oh. Troy. They ruined the Iliad. These are people that are not good at what they do. Oh my God. Okay, you know, one of ready. the most upsetting things about this episode for me was, like, what they did with someone like Varys, who they had, you know. Oh, God, that drove me up the wall. Oh, God damn kept in this position where he was always interesting, always involved. And yes. like, you know, Conleth Hill in an interview was like, you know, they just kind of sidelined me the last yeah. couple of seasons. And it's true. And they didn't even give like, you know, they didn't smart give enough. him the courtesy of a final like confrontation with Danny. Yeah. You they know, didn't give her character that either, you know, like, cause she has a beef with him. Like you promised me that if you thought this, you were going to say it to my face. Mm-hmm. And you're not. You're going behind my back. And, you know, she has a legit beef with him. And, you know, that's in, this is an interesting conflict. Yes! And yet they totally back away from it. Yeah. They tell me a career actor to He's say those me. things is not good. Terrible. I mean, that somebody felt comfortable enough to say that, it had to be that bad. Mm. But yeah, they even they even set up that. I mean, he's trying to poison poison Danny, yeah. and then that they like it never it just doesn't come back up because he dies so quickly. Like even that would have been interesting for her to somehow find out, and they have to have that conversation or something. But I mean, yeah. they've just done everything to avoid characters having conversations in the last two seasons. Yeah, discussing like, anything. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like how George writes those chapters, you know, where he just has like a character in their office, and he's doing whatever he can to avoid them, like. <laughs> Having to write people like moving around. Not an action scene, dear God. Yeah, I mean, he just wants the conversations in those cases, and this is like the opposite, where there's like a complete like desperation to not write the human beings having a conversation. Which is so funny because that's you know what we kind of thought that they were good at. Maybe that's in what the they were good season. at. Yeah, like, are those one on one conversations? Yeah. yeah. And now they didn't it's have like, the money oh, to do anything else. <laughs> I also feel like they think that if people talk, they'll reveal too much. As if that's bad. Like, shitty, that's yeah. shitty writing. That's there. shitty. Yeah. That's yeah. Just that is not understanding how to like. Well, that's that's that's. I in fact, I will save. I'll save someone from having to read my piece of mail that I sent before I knew it would be on here. Please. If Tyrion is supposed to be the smartest guy in the room. Then you should write him like that. Yes. And you shouldn't write him like a, a fucking idiot. Well, even and in that if you know what you're doing, I mean, which at some point somebody there did, you know, you can have those convert. It's lazy. It's so lazy. I, the writing just, is so. Yeah. I, I just. I feel like Flames, we're getting cliffs on the side yeah. of my face. I'm sorry. I just feel like we're getting cliff notes versions of yes. what should have been two seasons. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that they didn't make that. They kept saying that oh they didn't have an, they had more than enough content. They just yeah, didn't know how to fucking write it. Them more episodes and enough money to do them. I don't understand it's how so this in, happened. It's so insulting. That we you know they just gave it up. <laughs> 
No, I still felt for Peter Dinklage, though. You guys saw that little snippet of the uh, of yeah, his little... Like, oh, God. Um, for the, it looks uh, like they have his little... kids hostage. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. Even right yeah. are the best writers. Still <laughs> right. brilliant. No, but like when he talks about the Battle of Winterfell, he's like, yeah, they're taking everyone to the crypts, and that's where the dead people are. And you would think Tyrion would be smart enough to realize that, but apparently he's not. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) I know. I'm amazed that they left that in, because that was like one of the behind the scenes, right? Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) At this point, I kind of assume that all of the talking heads with the actors include salty little moments like that, because that's all there is for them right now. Yeah. And it, I mean, the, a little that, of the salt out. I feel so the woman that, that plays Missandei. I mean, she, oh. she really even going into like the fact that you know she was wearing a, a slave, you know, a chain when they killed her, and how you know yeah. horrific that is is really. Oh, um, did she yeah. do it? Did she do an interview? Yes, she did. Yeah. Oh, I gotta read She's that. Been, yeah, fairly. And yeah. I'm a little upset that none of her oh, co-stars have spoken up about it because yeah, it was it was horrific imagery, and for her character. It was horrible. Yeah. Like, is that her end? Yeah. And like, they didn't Born even a get slave to... dies a you know dies a prisoner. Yay! But they, you know? they didn't even have her like have a great heroic moment before this. It's not like she was captured doing something you know to nope. help someone or save nothing. Nothing. So tone deaf. Yeah. So yeah. tone deaf. No, yeah. Nothing. And like, not even any. If they wanted this to really like hit us, like have her at least talking to Danny a little bit this season. Or last season, or yeah. the season yeah. before I mean, that. They really have like, I mean, yeah. have her have a season with uh, a scene with Danny after um, after Jorah after does. after Jorah after even after Viserion was killed. Like, like, hey, I know like your dragons are your children, and how much this was hurt. Or like you said, after Jorah dies, like something to where we see that their it, friendship and how deep it really is. It, and you know what they could have done in that scene too? That would have really helped. They could have written in some stuff about Danny's instability. Yeah. So it actually oh, felt like, yes. I don't know, yeah. organic. And maybe that's something I, that they could have been doing for the last couple of years. Just just a thought. Well, but they're too busy for putting forward this narrative that Danny is feeling isolated from like the cool kids table at lunch. So they can't show her having an intimate conversation with any of her confidants who were still left, or it would undermine this stupid narrative that she's jealous of everyone else being friends well, with each other. But of course, women, I mean, they could have women just forgotten who can't have about kids that. Go crazy. You knew that, right? I do now. <laughs> Thanks, Game of Thrones. Well, and you know, women can't be friends. Women can only be rivals, or exactly. you know, exactly. Yeah, girls gotta fight. Right, it just be crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Somebody had that. I was like, oh, that's exactly their narrative. I can um, read an anon from Tumblr. It says, we deserve so much better this than this shit. I've never seen a show end this badly. Whatever happens with Jamie and Brienne in the books, it could never be anything like this. Yeah, I mean, Chicky, you wrote a really good piece around, you know, what what beats of of George's ending these writers might have used and and interpreted and well, yeah yeah cuz there's this thing going around fandom right now where everyone's like well this is George's ending George has said in an interview that they're doing his ending which he did no. say that but he also said kind of the opposite of that he said he he wasn't sure you know he gave them his ending basically his plot points for the ending um, but especially like with characters like Jamie and Brienne, how do we know that this 
is not their book ending, I'll tell you, we already know what the massive deviations from their book stories are. Yep. I mean, like, they've right. already completely changed Jamie's arc already. His arc is completed now. His arc was completely altered from everything from pretty much Storm onward. Yep. I mean, they tried to give him tiny little beats here and there, but they completely changed the whole thing. We know that right now he and Brienne are somewhere in the Riverlands doing God knows what, getting stone-hearted or whatever. Who knows? It's not what they put in the show. And we know that Sansa's arc was dramatically changed. Yep. I mean, like, we And Danny's aware. too. I mean... You know, and Cersei. I mean, look at Jesus. Tyrion. Cersei Cersei is not going to be the last big bad in the books, guys. And that's like that. Yeah, exactly. And that butterfly might not even make it out of winds. Exactly, Devin. She might not not even get out of winds. Like, yeah. No, I mean, the second dance of dragons is Egan and Danny. And if there's a big bad human villain, it's Euron. Like, this we know. You know. Well, or Aegon. But the other thing is. There is no Knights King. The Knights King in the books is like a mythical figure from the past. Yep, he, there is a- not a central figure. There is talk about a great other from the like people who worship R'hllor. Yeah. But we don't think that there is a central figure among the others that can be killed and make them all, you know, just... There's no head down. vampire. No, there's no head vampire. And Yeah, the Knights King is simply a character in a fairy tale. Yes, and it's a completely different threat in the books, and it's going to be a completely different resolution. They've got to be beat back behind the wall again, just like they were the first time, I feel fairly sure. And then the other thing I think people keep thinking is they think, well, George told them, so this is what they're adapting. No, George told them what he was doing. I don't think they were contractually obligated to do what he wanted to do. So I don't know where there's this notion that just because it's in the show, it exists. Well, there's a lot of people that are vested in not criticizing. Yeah. And I don't understand them. I never can't. I mean, George obviously isn't going to, and can't like, he's just not going to debunk. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's going to try to dance around because he'd give away things that might happen. But I mean, it's an easy defense for people that are uncomfortable criticizing the show to say the books are going to be the same. Yeah. 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 But we know that they're not. And like, especially with our podcast where we focus so much on Jamie and Bran, I mean, it's a dramatic change from the book stories. We know that just from what's already been published, that there are dramatic changes. Yep. And like, I have a feeling it's true for everyone. I'm not saying that some of the beats aren't the same. I think right. the same people are probably going to die for the most part. Yeah. Although I think they're probably killing more than George yeah. will. Oh, I think so. I so, really so. Do think but yeah, I mean, like, I think they have different... probably prime, you know, Sander could very yeah. well be a prime example of yeah. someone that My... has, you know. Maybe. God, I hope George doesn't do that oh. to him. No. Like, I don't see Clegane Bowl. Like, I've never thought yeah, that was a thing like in the book. Just because no. it no, seems like his arc isn't heading there. Like, he, no. he's just let that like go, and that's time. not him anymore. Yeah. Well, exactly, and like, Cersei's, tri- Cersei's trial isn't, I mean, Cersei's trial isn't, like, I don't know how Sander would get there. And, like, the, just the logistics of it don't really work out in that in that way, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I always thought Clegane Bowl sounded cool in the show. Turns out, no, I never wanted it at all. Oh, but I always do. I was just like, that's too neat for George. I mean, like, it just never felt right for George to make that happen. And like Devin said, I mean, Sanders in a completely different place in the books. Yeah. Yes. You well, know how mad I'm going to be? They don't we call see. him San- or Gregor Clegane. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah. He's Robert because, Strong. You know, yeah. It turns yeah. out in the books that you being a witch could be a really bad thing and you're bringing a dead guy back and someone was probably going to eject. <laughs> um, <laughs> just saying. I did like 
the the tweet about you know hey you know at least Kyburn got to die doing what he loved (laughs) (laughs) but even his was like I thought it was so anticlimactic I mean I wanted a little bit more sparks for his death you know just oh he just got thrown against the rock I mean, I know oh, he's one of your special faves. <laughs> I wanted, like, something something more suited to Clyburn. <laughs> you know, I mean, too, like, you know, again, there's a character that, you know, he is what he is in the books, but, I mean, from a... T- if, I, one thing I do hate is I feel like there's this perception that if you criticize the show, it's just from book purism. And I think, yeah. you know, reading, yeah. listening back to some of our old podcasts, like, we're pretty open about changes yeah, a lot yeah. of the time and i think like one of those you know like making kyburn into like a creepier like yeah. weirdo actually would be like a really <laughs> awesome with that adaptation change especially when you've shrunk in the king's landing world so much that basically like there's one undead guy and kyburn and cersei like that is the universe of king's landing <laughs> and so you know having them be like a little more interesting is kind of absolutely necessary <laughs> <laughs> let's see we got another one from Monroe Knight it says I hate everything that happened I'm part of the boycott the last sh- shitty goddamn episode club I hope their ratings drop just like the audience scores also when Cersei started talking about how she didn't want her baby to die my first thought was God must be screaming what baby she was like, gestation. Like, are they trying to say that less than like seven months have passed? Yeah, since I guess. She, there was I, no like literally my head explodes over this yes um let's see other things that make no fucking sense um why didn't Tyrion say a word about Brienne what was the point of being so awful to her if not to keep her in safe and safe Winterfell. Nothing else matters. Only us. What? <laughs> I, I mean, and, and that whole nothing else matters. Only us. Here's the thing. In the fucking books, Jamie has thought this and fucking articulated to, to Cersei, like offering in the past, let's run away. Let's fucking go to our happy island. I will do that for you. I'll give up. She doesn't want that. She yeah. never fucking wanted that. I am so mad about this shit. You have like, that out multiple she, times. Oh, God. And... Why would this even be a thing at the end why would he she even be okay with him rescue she doesn't want that she wants that she wants the fucking throne she wants power she doesn't want him or that and again like that's oh. what makes Cersei like she's no a attention. horrible character but that's what makes her interesting in the yeah. book and they take that away from her yes. the show version of her is just so boring right like, she's well, her mother she's a big crap about you all I don't understand this family. Sense. She killed all I mean, kids. like, they she were all screaming at each other, trying to plot each other's death. Now, suddenly, she's a good mother, and they love each other. Like, Even Tyrion. Tyrion. I, I don't get Tyrion. I'm like, you were the dude screaming, I hope you all die. I know. And I not that him. long ago, but now There's you all want to save motivation for Tyrion to care one yeah. whit about Cersei. Yeah, exactly. Tyrion would slap the shit out of Jamie and say, exactly, bring up the head and say, what the fuck are you doing dying like, with this woman who doesn't three give a shit about you? Yeah. They talked about this. <laughs> yeah. He talked about yeah. being undead and then killing, like, hoping that when he was undead, he would get to kill her. But you know, Jamie and Tyrion forgot that. Yeah. Someone came and yeah. she was, had a hit on them. Like, yeah. what? But, you know, she's not a monster. I've honestly come to the conclusion that trying to make sense of this is total madness. You can't. <laughs> oh, you can't. I, I know that's. It's like it. It is. It's so contradictory. There's no 
there's no logic in it. Any of it. See, Tyrion kind of forgot his sister was trying to kill him. That's what happened. (laughs) Well, did he also kind of forget that she is a terrorist and that she... um, Apparently so, Guile. that she was dating that... Or, you know, he assaulted his entire life when she's been horrible to him. Yep, I think that's what happened, according to them. I mean, I guess it happens. I I often forget grudges. (laughs) No, I had this... You know, I kind of had, like, as far as the, as the baby thing goes, I had this awful thought because I've been hearing this whole rumor that, or theory that Brienne might be pregnant, and it really makes me sick. But it would be funny, though, well, maybe not even funny, but if they do show Brienne in the next episode, that she has a baby bump. Yeah. She's already, like, out to here. Yeah, and <laughs> is her super dead, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Yeah, they don't have any. Look at look at Gilly's baby. That kid should have been like fourteen by the time they were done. <laughs> oh, it's- All right, Eon, give us another one. Another one. Uh, how about this right. one? Uh, it's an anon that says, "Honestly, Tormund was the better man." Fuck Larry. Oh. <laughs> can I can I respond to this well, one? Disagree. I, yeah. So yeah. like, here's the scenario. I'm at a restaurant and I could order salmon. Or steak. I don't like salmon. I like steak. I order steak. I have it. I get sick the next day. Do I think, well, shit, I should have ordered salmon? No, I don't. Because I don't want the fucking salmon. I wanted my steak to not make me sick. Like, that is it. Jamie's the steak. Tormund's the salmon. Kind of like the difference, though, between, like, a nice steak and, like, a salmon nugget or something. But, yes. He's like I mean, a salmon patty from the no, can. I, I don't like any salmon. It could be the most yeah, wonderful yeah. salmon in the world, but I don't want it. I don't like it. Well, I think the people who keep shipping them keep ignoring the fact that her, her choice consistently is not him. She and doesn't like him. Like, think of all the, I mean, there were guys who probably would have been really great, but I didn't feel anything for them and I didn't want to be with them. And, you know, luckily no one in my life kept going, oh, you should totally be with the guy you can't stand. I mean, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just like, she's just not fucking interested and he never stops and it's creepy. And it's like, it took Jamie, another man claiming her to get fucking torment to back off that's not cool that's not romantic no. guys yeah. i'm sorry it's not and, and, and it makes and... it e- it makes it even worse like it cheapens the way he left her just cheapens everything because it makes it seem like in those scenes where he knighted her it was almost like one-upsmanship and like just cheap jealousy for like you know and lost it wasn't anything deeper <laughs> you know what I mean? and yeah that he else. just wanted that challenge and it was a challenge for except him. i mean the act Actors certainly did not play it that way. Yeah, I, I, I know, but God, in the because... after fact, I, I've taught, like, right. literally, I know people in my life who, like, I casually talk to them about this, and they're like, Jamie's a shitbag. Like, they just don't even get what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm like, they don't care that it's in the book. They're just, just like, he's an asshole. You casually talk about this anymore I can't, to anyone. Like, I get yeah. so I can't. upset. Like, I got so oh. upset during this conversation, and I wasn't, it was like, this was luckily th- through Facebook and not in person, but I was like, Oh my! I could. I just can't fathom how people can't see this because I I've read the books and I know you know yeah. even people who've read the yeah. books are saying the same thing. Well, he's just a shitbag. I'm like, oh my god. I think you. <sighs> I've reached a point. I think where I can. I did have casual conversations <sighs> and I was enjoying their tears. Going, oh my god, it was so bad. Like they were disappointed. I'm like, look, this is what I've been telling you for years now. I think. I think having had all my other faves, you know, 
destroyed yeah. kind of helped, but you do reach a point. It, it does happen, I assure you. It'll take a while, and you're going to hate those fuckers for a long time. But I mean, Honestly, the thing I is, is that we like Jamie We hated them as much for that. <laughs> no, I hated them for the Stannis stuff, too. I mean, like, whatever. Okay, give us another one, Eon. We got 50 of these to get through. <laughs> I know, right? Anon, it says, hey, you read the interview with the director of episode four he said that euron wasn't paying attention so that's why he didn't react to the baby thing i feel not only pissed off but also condescended at as fuck how dare we not how dare we want things to make sense for characters to evolve for a uh, a satisfactory story i don't want a disney happy ending i want a logical story and fulfilling journey and i'm not getting that and those cynical fuckers who are all, it's got what you were expecting. You can go get in a fire pit. Yep. Yep. I oh, if you that. thought Euron didn't make sense last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just wait for Gosh, now. Didn't he, did he totally break the fourth wall? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can't tell me that whole scenario, oh, I mean, because what was the point of the fight? between him and Jamie other than what was the point so was the have, point like Nikolai get knocked around I mean I feel like the point was they wanted to like petty revenge on Nikolai that, so they killed him twice yeah I was gonna say because pretty much he should have been dead the way he got yeah, stabbed should have been he can't yes. like there's people talking about there's people on forums talking about how Jamie's not really dead in the rubble I'm sorry if you watch this show if the show makes any which we know it doesn't so it's possible he could walk out of the rubble at this point because it's so fucking ridiculous but he got that that knife was fucking Whatever it was, he forgot. Twelve he inches stabbed. long. He, he, yeah. he should have bled out what? before he made it to he the red stabbed. keep. He got stabbed yeah. on each side of yes. his abdomen with like a fourteen-inch blade. Yes, yes, exactly. That's what yeah. it, you should have been able to, to see through him thirty times by the way. Oh, oh that's right, Devin. Uh, yeah, Arya did get stabbed like a God. bunch of times. Okay, <laughs> that is true, and fell into a disgusting river afterward, but. <laughs> Yes, it's, 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 oh my god! Uh, oh yeah, from King's Landing. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I guess the maybe that Euron alone survived the destruction of the Iron Fleet, <laughs> and he manages to wash up just randomly. Just he is randomly wandering along the shore. I mean, like, fuck off. With that. It's and he wasn't really tired from like the swimming, like from several swimming miles <laughs> in you know, like an outfit and stuff. Little pirate. Well, those pants should have been. I mean, that he is was not swimming in leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just he not. looked like he wandered off from another set. Yes, exactly. That is exactly what happened. Is it like a safety thing when and you're I swimming mean... until you take off your pants? And, <laughs> no, at least you and like... come without pants on. That would have been hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We got one from Gray Slepner. And again, I apologize if I've totally butchered your name. Um, hello, lovely ladies and the frequent gents. What the fuck is this shit? Gall's <laughs> ranting last week was life, and I'm so fucking looking forward to it again this week to deal with this mess. Jesus fucking Christ. I thought I'd be emotional at Jamie's death, but no. He died at Winterfell and was pr- replaced by Larry. Good riddance. Larry... And Brienne was completely forgotten. D&D burned their storylines along with so many other characters in their fiery mess at King's Landing. What the fuck was the point of Walmart, Jamie? Anyway, thank you so much for everything you guys do. (laughs) And 
and all the support you've given the fandom. You're all amazing, and it's been a great journey listening to you since 2014. My question is, would you consider doing another fic podcast? Now that everyone is looking for fixic fix or in-game fic, would you consider doing that again? I know some of you don't write, read, write as much anymore, but thought I'd ask anyway. Thanks so much for everything. Yeah, I think we decided to do it, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's on the schedule. We may be drunk when we, we did? did it, but we decided. Yeah, yeah we did. I think, I think we have a fit. Yeah, there's a thick one on the schedule. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is what happens when you don't pay attention. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> um, Anon, another Anon says, Nick wasn't happy about the ending. He was happy it ended. Yep. Awesome. True. Take. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> I can blame him. <laughs> See, this one is a. We've got another one. This I'm just gonna read it. It is a pretty long one, but it's from L. Tom one. And here we go. Hello, ladies, not and not so occasional gents. Uh, where to start after that hell show of a tragedy? Well, I have been avoiding fandom this season. I knew Jamie was doomed, felt it in my shipper bones. But for it to end the way it did, it was a slap in the face after an already slapped face. It was pissing on a corpse. It was setting fire to the King's Landing after you had... Wait, I am getting ahead of myself. I really feel like D&D have hated Jamie from day one. I have the theory that GRM mentioned his love for the ship and the character in D&D said hold her be- hold her beers oh well this entire season has been shit and let me say that is a lot considering how bad the show has been since season 5 it was as if the showrunner skipped all of Jamie's chapters were reading the books <sighs> no pregnancy nope i hope break Brienne goes home to her island and finds some hot peace, even if she dies a spinster. I'm all right with that. Ladies, not to make this sound like a funeral, because we all are feeling a bit ragey right now and want to call in CSI to get the forensic evidence and find the perps who killed her favorite character. But I want to say thanks for the memories, ladies. I must still hold out for the books, but breath will not be held. <laughs> Y'all's show has kept me sane in an otherwise insane existence, and it's been a blast. This note is long enough. Jamie and Brienne was a great ship with an honest, endearing message of loving someone beyond the monster that the world sees. We'll always have fan fiction. Here's looking at you, kid. L. Tom 1. One more thing. <laughs> they reduced her to a pity fuck a fucking pity fuck because god forbid an ugly mannish woman would find true love the assholes who wrote this shit must really hate the idea of any woman look what they did on the bright side of this episode we all knew Danny was going to lose it and she did she totally lost her shit and burned the place down uh, well at least the vindication I mean, of everything in this episode, the thing I hated least was Danny burning everyone. <laughs> I mean, I kind of hated that she did it, Same. but I sort of felt they yeah. deserved it. Mm-hmm. The people who deserved it were not the ones who got hurt. I mean, I don't think they deserved it. Just... Well, I mean, 
I'm being a bit facetious, but I just, it, 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 I will admit the mood was kind of there for that because it was just sort of like, yeah, burn it all. But <sighs> I'll see. Anon, another Anon that says Danny in episode three literally helps protect humanity from extinction. Danny, Danny in episode five. Excuse me, those people just surrender? How dare! I will now burn literally everyone except Cersei Lannister alive. Yeah. I mean, why, okay, why is she gonna go nuts? Why didn't she go for the red keep? I, yeah. I don't get I it. Even show a picture of her, like looking at it. Yeah. Like she is zigzagging through the goddamn city. Yeah. She's well, just writing the fuck you. Everything in, in her path except for for the red keep. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't really get how they didn't have um, the ballistas around the Red Keep, too. Yeah. yeah well, and even to just, I mean, yeah. to give us an actual confrontation, like an actual confrontation between those two characters, which they've built up to, like, they've only interacted basically from a distance, you know? And no. we never yeah. get any payoff yes, or any kind of rivalry or point. anything. And I mean, yeah. why would you? Another, why would you be in a tower? Like you'd think, if she really wanted to survive, she would have went someplace where she thought, you know, I know it's a dragon, and there might not be much you're safe from, but they would have found someplace. Why stand up in a tower when you're against a dragon? It's more picturesque. I think they watched <laughs> yeah, a lot of James the, Bond films and just <laughs> decided that that was the way to go. I mean, the real answer, Cole, though, Western. is that because Sander had to, Sander oh, in the mountain had, had to, to fall. The stairway, like they yeah. wanted that. They wanted to like that yeah, knockoff Harry true. Potter scene. Yeah, and it was yeah, just a they, copy. Like, and... <sighs> oh, but um, it goes on to say, I mean, the Red Keep is right there, but I, I got civilians to slaughter, so reaching the literal <laughs> goal of this battle, we'll have to wait. Look at at how in character I I am. <laughs> I, I don't know this person. I love you. <laughs> It's just the thing that's frustrating is, I believe this in the books. I've been saying this for years about the books. This is what I've said about Danny the whole time. And I've been saying it about the show, too, for years. The fact that so many times when they should have been showing a little bit of skepticism about how brutal she occasionally can be, they did it. They gave her heroic music. Yes. Yeah. All of yeah. the imagery and the framing Pizza. of the shots was heroic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they have not set this up on the show. This is not who show Danny is. And I like, I read something about, you know, something speculating that, you know, George is really exploring the line between, you know, insanity and greatness with Danny and, like, Mm. how, you know, she is, she, you know, she's someone straddling that line potentially. And, I mean, I don't think that D&D have the talent to have a character straddling a line like that. Like, they either have to be, you know, completely on one side or completely on the other. And in her case, you know, she just jumps the line. There is no, Mm-mm. there is no, con- I mean, they don't even give her an, 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 they don't even give her an interior conflict about yeah. it. Like, she just no. is well, they- one thing or the other. It's, there's like- no internal struggle at all their setup was prior to the episode where they just had all those voices from past seasons saying like shit about Targaryen yeah. going mad. Like yeah, that yeah. was the setup they did. And like in the like, after that was the episode, enough. they even say like that when she's there and she's looking at the red keep and hearing the bells, she made it personal, 
well, if she made it fucking personal, fly right to the goddamn Red Keep and yes. burn it down. Yeah. Like, yes. that's, yeah. that's what's personal. Killing innocents and, like, and everything, like, burning the entire city isn't making it personal. Like, that's just, that's just bullshit. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nothing in her that, you know, there's nothing that they've shown in her that would, has, would ever do that. Nothing. That's been I kept their seeing, problem yeah. all along. For, for years now their way of doing setup would be to show like a clip of previously on game of thrones there was this guy mm-hmm. ned stark and you know and that's their setup they don't build any of that into their dialogue they, they mm-hmm. it's so easy to do and if i an amateur writer can do that i don't understand why they the professionals can't this is what i find yeah. frustrating yeah and there's been like that the one meme going around of like listing the seasons and all the shit she did like that she burned or whatever and each one of those was just burning enemies or killing enemies yeah, right. like yeah. the slavers and marine astapor mary my's door like these are all yeah. enemies nothing and people were saying like and now people are shocked that she did this yes because it doesn't make it just doesn't follow your argument is terrible yeah she, like, called, when she found out she that her, do this yeah when she found out that her drag like ate a little boy like a kid uh, oh, she yes. cried. like that doesn't you know none of this adds up and in this, she's mm. deliberately seeking out children yeah. to burn. Oh my yeah. Yes. Uh, and yeah. I think, like, if you're going to have her make this, you know, make this turn, then you had to create a conflict between her and the people of King's Landing, which, yeah. again, in the books, you can see is going to happen because you can see Egan's going to be, like, a fairly benevolent, like, ruler yes. who's delivering them from, you know, Cersei, who's hated. But in the show, you have Cersei, who apparently you know, everyone's afraid of and everyone hates. So she has no support among the small folks. So there's no, you know, there's no sense of the small folk rejecting Danny, who's gone through all of this for someone else. And And so that makes no sense. Like, why wouldn't the small folk be rebelling against Cersei? Like, their part of it really makes no sense. And And if they were supporting her, it'd be a different, you know, then then you could see. And her logic, somebody had to decide to, obviously it wasn't Cersei that rang the bell. One of those people in King's Landing, you know, they got together, the armies or whatever, they rang the damn bells. So if they're ringing the bells, in her mind, it should be like, okay, they're turning against Cersei. I mean, mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like This battle was literally over in 20 minutes. She won. She she was, it was over. Yeah. And they, I think they just wanted more. They wanted to show more off, more destruction, more everything. So they just said, fuck it, let's just so not. So do you think the there. Golden Company is going to be that wimpy? I mean, that was kind of ridiculous. Gosh, when they had Strickland that running. Was... That was so stupid. It was yeah, just like, oh, dumb. Because they're supposed to be. I was like, I a drink be... and I came back and I was like, hey, what happened? <laughs> he didn't even like, do anything. They're supposed to be really formidable and like they like. Yeah, the, I mean, Dragonfire, but I mean, I at least would have loved to see them fight. It, it would have made more do. sense if they had turned and supported Daenerys and said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. It would have made they would have just let them. That. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and then the whole, like, there was somebody showed a clip of it behind the scenes or whatever where Hair One said, um, the guy, whatever, is his Benioff? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, oh, you know, when they were talking about the. Uh, the, the when they were encompassed in the you know their, their lights went out when the Dothraki died he'd like oh you know we see the Dothraki being wiped out and then like the next scene was all the Dothraki running you yeah. know, towards the Golden yeah. Company and like oh my god like they can't even be <sighs> consistent with like one episode <sighs> to the other um we got another mail from an an old friend Alice do y'all remember apples are happy yeah. yes mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah Alice. Old friends and names. Uh, but she sent us some um, 
some mail. It says, hey, lovelies, it's been a long while since I last sent you guys a message. I can't believe that it's almost the end of Game of Thrones. But at the same time, I think most, if not all of you, will be relieved when it's finally over. (laughs) When I started listening to your podcast, I was such a sweet summer child. Didn't have a clue about anything. I just saw a picture of a tall blonde woman with a sword, and I wanted to know more. That led me to this amazing group of people and to their amazing podcast. I've had many ups and downs these past few years, but a const—but a constant I could rely on every week was close the door and come here. I greatly admire you guys for all the time and emotion. Yes, all of the emotions, the happy giggles, and the rages you put into this podcast. I want to say that I can't believe D&D crapped on the beautiful story of the Evenstar's daughter, the Maid of Tarth, and Sir Jamie Goldenhand the Just. But here we are. What should have been something wonderful told in, turned into a complete nightmare. My heart hurts for all of you. I have given up hope that we will get to see this in the show, but the thought of Jamie and Brienne with their children on the beach of Tarth is something I can't let go of. Maybe I'll still, I'm still a sweet summer child, but until George R. R. Martin proves me wrong, I will hold on to that. All my love, Alice, apples are happy. Aww. Aww. <laughs> I know. It makes me sad for the old Aww. days. <laughs> we had I, know. <laughs> I know. If we were so, summer children, we were yeah. so young. We were, what's it, what, what did Robert, King Robert say? I was young and strong. Gods, I was strong. Gods, I was strong. I mean, I can, I can remember there was. I think it, it was, it would have been before season four, and I think it was maybe even just when the episode titles came out, and you know, like, oh my God, one episode is called Two Swords, and you know, oh, the fourth episode is Oathkeeper. Like, I mean, people are like playing songs, and like it was like so much. You know, mm-hmm. so much happiness because I think we, you know, thought we were getting this, yeah, getting the story, and then you know, then it comes out, you know, because I think episodes, like entire episodes, leaked, or, or actually, you know what? That was back when um, reviewers got like oh, multiple screeners. episodes before the yeah, yeah screeners. So then screeners came out about you know the sept rape, and it was like the first kind of mm-hmm. like oh, this is you know was really it, going sideways. Go to the podcast. Yeah, I think that was like the second episode or second or third episode of the podcast was um, that episode. So, yeah, we've. (laughs) But before the podcast, there was an innocent. No, 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 no. no. I agree with you. I remember that. I remember being so excited about it. But we still had a lot of hope. That's the thing that's so galling about all of this. Even throughout, we kept saying, maybe until the last year, maybe last year or two, two, we thought something. We thought we'd get a little something more than what we've gotten. Like a little, little tape. (laughs) Well, no, we we got what we wanted, but then they took it all away from us. (laughs) Well, they didn't really give it something a little more. They didn't give it to us very good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was it. They gave it pretty good for a little bit, but uh, yeah, no... Uh, it, well, I mean, like for me, look, the books are canon, not this yeah. shit right. show. Yeah. I mean, I just we know we're not going to get the ending in the books, so it would have been nice to get the ending from the show that I expect from the books, and it is not. And it's frustrating was. because now it's like now it puts the sort of thing in your head that like, well, what if George gets pissed and he changes? So you can't even take we can't even take oh, this and won't. say we can't even take this and say. So you think? I mean, do you think pretty much everyone who dies in this is going to die? 
Well, I mean, like, I've been well, telling you guys for years know. Jamie was going to die. Yeah, like, he, I know. He's always been going to die. This is not news. <laughs> he might die with out. Cersei. I don't know. But it's not going to be like this. I'll tell you that. He's not going to not love Brienne. That's just stupid. <laughs> A complete violation of his entire book arc. Mm-hmm. How about, is he going to say that he doesn't care about the innocent people? Oh, my God. No, he's not. No. <laughs> that made me so oh, pissed off. Yeah, I'd like to apologize right now for live tweeting that whole thing. By the way, I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. You weren't alone. <laughs> so we, we have a lot more Gmail, too. We have a couple of messages from one of our occasional gents, Mitchell. And we kind of have a before and after. So I thought I would read the the before message. Um, written before episode five. So, all right, ladies and gents, occasional or not, just listen to this week's pod and decided to write in before episode five to express some things and make some predictions. I was surprised to hear how hard everyone is taking the latest entry into the most expensive and illogical fanfic. I know that many of us have put a lot of time and energy invested in the ship, but did we really expect these dipshits to land it safely or at all when there was still a perfectly idiotic option still on the table? (laughs) The previous versions of this email included a list of the many problems I had with episode four. But like the White Walker whose hair gently blew in the wind as Arya apparated past, they all melted away after the crushing blow that was awaiting at the end of the episode. Here are my predictions. I love this is after episode five. Here are my predictions for episode five. Grey Worm dies in the opening scene, further revealing that this this was an alt-right project all along. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Having masterfully and completely communicated all of the potential themes in the world of Ice and Fire, the showrunners pay homage to their canceled What If the South Had Won miniseries with a novel and thoughtful take on race in Westeros. Varys tries to remind us all that the secret and illegitimate grandchild of a deposed king definitely comes before the child of a deposed king, but is undercut by the best dick joke yet from the wisest man in Westeros. After an extended conversation with Jilly about raising children with abnormally long gestation slash infancy, <laughs> Cersei is anointed as the living embodiment of the mother herself by High Septon Kyburn. As we all know, she is the perfect mother and she values her children above all else. Bran works some ravens that fly into my home and peck on my eyes in the ultimate act <laughs> of mercy. <laughs> Best of luck getting through these trying times. Um, and then we got another message from, from Mitchell after episode five, and it's just entitled, An Apology. <laughs> Hello, all. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for judging anyone for overreacting to episode four, my previous email. The bullshit that went down with Larry and Carol in this one destroyed me. I've been waking up every two hours to vomit. That's all. <laughs> oh, 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 I I think like there I mean and I don't it's it's a fine line because like I know people who are you know so upset that you have issues sleeping or you wake up you get that you wake up and you have that like oh shit this is real like it to me it feels like the best thing I can compare it to is when your sports team loses like a big you know they're out of the playoffs or whatever it's that feeling of like oh yeah that that was real life that happened that, that yeah. disappointment, yeah. you know? And sometimes, like, you know, you wake up in the morning after the game and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that thing, that thing, that part of my life that I was excited about, you know, it's still, it's sports or it's a TV show or it's a book or, or whatever it is. 
but that part that I was excited about, I, I can't be excited about anymore. Yeah. And it's like that continual disappointment. So it's sort of, ab- yeah, that I kind of want to jump off that message and talk a little bit though, about something that did happen in this episode. And that was the whole shit that they pulled with gray worm, oh, which was some ugh. real shit. Yeah. 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 That whole scene that they had where John and gray worm and Davos weirdly are like walking in a line into the city. And then they like corner these Lannister troops and they just sit there and stare at each other like they're in a musical showdown or something. I mean, like, it didn't even make any sense. Were and you then, waiting for a snap duel? Yes. And then the other soldiers all dropped their swords. But it was like, they just stood there staring at each other first. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And then they have Grey Worm, of all people, go and just stab an unarmed soldier. And it was so <sighs> frustrating. And it's it, like, if you think the Danny turn was bad... Right? Yeah. Literally, all we've had is a tiny bit of a face journey and a line from, from Grey Worm and him throwing Miss Sandy's former slave yeah. collar in the fire. That's it. That's yeah. all we got. And then you think of. liberated thousands and thousands yeah. of people, and we're yeah. supposed to just believe this. And like, well, and oh you my think God, of this like. Toughness. Yeah. And like the unsullied, and you think about like what the whole, not the whole point, but a part of the point of them, you know, is that they were you know, enslaved, they were in this really without a choice and like how they would respect, you know, they would respect another soldier's choice. Like they would, you know, among beyond anything else, like they would respect that choice not to fight. That is exactly what I said in the moment. I'm like, here's Grey Worm looking at these guys who have no choice but to be there fighting against them. You can see in their faces that they're terrified. They don't know what to do. And you're telling me that Grey Worm wouldn't have empathy for those people? Because I just don't believe you. That's not what we've seen from him at all. Right. I mean, yeah. it was just garbage. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It, I mean, it was just, yeah. I mean, it's another thing about those scenes. consistent with their own, their own chronology right. and right. their own, the stuff we've seen. Yeah. Forget the, if you want to just throw the books out just for this, this argument, it doesn't match up with what they've done. Right. I mean, another thing about these, about the scenes, you know, within the city, too, is how it really does reduce, like, they reduce Jon Snow to an extra. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, Aaron Rodgers was an extra in this episode, and, I mean, he had about as much to do as Jon Snow. Yep. Like, what even, what has even been Jon's point for, I don't know how long now, and, like, and they've taken, like, they took their two main characters and made one of them black one of them white like with danny and john and now it's supposed to be like well john is the one that's he's right he's this he's that and like it's not interesting at all and like he hasn't done anything the only line he's had for five episodes is i don't want it that's all he ever says anymore and like it's just what the fuck so much is boring yeah so much they they reduced him to the guy who's got the really shitty girlfriend (laughs) who everybody (laughs) hates (laughs) i mean that's his story arc this season and it's like he, he's rejecting. I mean, part of the whole "I don't want it," "I don't want it." Like, what? What was his entire relationship with Eamon then? You know, yeah. like this yeah, whole idea of like you know duty. The whole yeah. you know that part of John, like that part of John, that's fucking Ned Stark. Yes. You know, like mm. he can't. I mean, even they're not even having him really be conflicted he about it. 
he he knows Ned wasn't his biological father, but you know he called he thought of that man as his father for I don't know however old. Well, I mean, he's it doesn't even be. matter. It's like he is like Ned. Like it doesn't matter that's that he's the, that is his father yeah. or not. Like that's just who he's like as a person. Like sometimes you're like your uncle, you know. And when he's with his aunt, and we're supposed to believe this is all so romantic, and I keep going, my God, she's his aunt. But he's going on and on, and it's like. It's not even about her argument is basically, I want them all to love me. Why won't they love me? Everyone's going to go with you. I mean, she's irrational. Well, and I mean, he seems and totally plus- okay with like, no, no, honey. Everybody does love you. You just got to <laughs> give them a little chance and they're all going to come around. Well, here's and, a question. I, uh, Why don't the people of King's Landing love her prior to this? Why shouldn't they love her? Plot. That's the only reason. Right. Like mm-hmm. she you think like there's not rumors of this giant army of the dead that she defeated? Yeah. Do they love Cersei? Are they doing is everything hunky dory in King's Landing? Like did they love Marjorie, who they who apparently everyone of Hot Pie knew that Cersei was responsible for the sept? The people of King's Landing did, and the people of King's Landing genuinely loved Marjorie. So yeah. you got this bitch queen who murders mm-hmm. their beloved Marjorie and, you know, it's just shit going down in King's Landing. Like, we've seen the mob of King's Landing, like, yeah, literally rip yeah. the people in power apart. So, like, why aren't they for Danny? Like, I get Sansa's argument of, <laughs> you know, like, we've been fucked by everyone and we're going to, you know, we are staunchly independent. But, like, <sighs> what's the argument against Danny? Well, God, God, the people of King's Landing conveniently forgot about, you know, the, the, the wildfire and the... They forgot about Marjorie and the, you know the the wildfire that knocked out all the Tyrells. They've forgotten about that. Yeah, good. I mean, obviously, yeah. But because Cersei exactly. is such yeah. Cersei is such a kind ruler now that she's letting all the commoners, uh, a select few, into like you know the Red Keep right now. Her human shield. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. The people aren't that dumb. <laughs> no. But this is exactly the problem. Everybody is just not well or understandably motivated like they have john rejecting danny and in the after the episode or inside the episode whatever the fuck they call those things the writers are saying oh this is because john's really conflicted about the incest and what he's found out it's like you need then to fucking Alfred, say that. that I don't know why said. John yes. doesn't yes. want to yes. kiss her. Yeah, it like, does not come not, up once. It's, uh, they're they're not he, he's just like, like, I love that. you, but I, uh, you're, I just, I don't. I don't. Just, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't that a sign of like bad art, bad writing? When you, yeah. when your piece of art or writing can't get across what you're trying to do and you have to fucking explain it afterwards in a fucking 10 minute, 20 minute piece. It is dumb. a failure. People defend this and shit. You can do that maybe once or twice if you have yeah. truly remark. I mean, like if it's earned. But if that's your excuse every two seconds for everything, that's a problem. Because, like, the way they're scripting those scenes, it really reads like he doesn't seem to care that she is his aunt. I I mean, I'm thinking that's a big deal breaker for most people. It's not even that she's, like, a cousin or something. No, her aunt. Think about it. They just have him say this. I can't deal with this. I'm your nephew. I don't know how to process it. We don't do this in my family. Yeah, I mean, would these scenes be any different if John just wasn't into her because she had bad breath? <laughs> <laughs> no, it would read exactly the same because exactly, every time yeah, she makes exactly a move and kisses him. Right, and then he backs away because she has <laughs> but, yeah, but they won't even touch the music on... and the soft focus. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, stop. <laughs> 
Like they oh, won't even touch on Targaryen incest and that always yes. being a thing to keep their bloodline pure. Oh like gosh. that could they be an interesting conversation. Like you're right, they haven't explicitly said that. Because so I'm sure Danny, from the time she was born, was thinking she was going to marry Viserys, and so for her. We get why for her this isn't like a thing, but for John it is like why he has yeah, a problem. With, but they yeah, don't with, say anything about yeah, it. Like it's, it's never brought up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that and be I an mean, interesting conversation? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't I know it's a shock, but it's really not that bad. It's going to keep our. Yeah, they could do that. They could literally say, "This is how we keep our bloodlines pure." We're yes. Targaryens. They could do that, but no, it's all about. Well, your sister doesn't like me. I'm like. Ugh. You know who could have had a really interesting and creepy but interesting conversation about many things would have been John and Jamie of all people. Oh I, mean, I mean, not even yes. like incest, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, also the yeah. fact that, you know, John should, I mean, at some point, John sh- kind of probably want, wanted to whisper to Jamie, like, dude, what did How you do? How do I know? do this? <laughs> no, no, I mean, just even in terms of like, I think that she's going fucking crazy, and I, you know, like, what should I do? Like, you... Of what was my dad like, even, you know? (laughs) Like, the entire universe of... The entire universe of people that I know, you actually are someone that grappled... I mean, Tyrion should have this fucking conversation with him, too. Like, you grappled with this dilemma. Talk to me about it. But, like, they can't give Jamie that character development, so they can't have it. John's not talking to anyone about it. They've re- they've eliminated Sam, and he barely talked to Sam about how he's grappling with it. All Sam talked to him about was, have you fucking told Danny yet? Yeah. I mean, like, number one, this is clearly something that should be tearing John up inside, and yet he hasn't had a chance to even convey that. And then clearly he is having issues with his familial relationship with Danny being an issue with their romantic relationship. They haven't had him say it. It isn't clear. You wouldn't know if you didn't watch the inside of the episode. Yeah. Nothing yeah. makes any fucking makes sense. No if they had him talk about being Rhaegar's son to anyone and like, what is that like? What was the implications he, of all that? Another like, good yeah. conversation with Jamie. Like, what was he like? You knew my father. I kept like, expecting oh, the good stuff. I'm like, here's yeah. Jamie, who knew Rhaegar. That's what we want. Ask him. We want that stuff. That's the good stuff. That's like, right. That's what, we invest, that's what we invest eight seasons with <sighs> is because, like, and as a writer, like those of us who've written, you know, who've written fiction, like that's the kind of shit that's super easy to write and that you enjoy writing because it's like, if, especially like, my God, they've allegedly inhabited these characters for eight seasons. This should just like almost happen without effort because you know yeah. them so well. And like the things that, I mean, the scene that they would talk, like the scene where Jamie would talk about Rhaegar to John, like yeah. that should be just almost impossible to not write like yeah. that feeling of like after the scene is like dying to come out of me like I don't understand how they can't feel like that well, it's not just that though Guile like if you're gonna set up Danny to be a mad Targaryen and you had Jamie with her for three episodes you don't have Jamie setting off the alarm bells because who's gonna other than Varys? Who's gonna know better than Jamie? And you know what's funny? Yeah. Like I remember watching the the um the battle and she was you know Winterfell and when she was the dragon was burning things. I remember my husband turns to me and goes, "Oh, look at Jamie's face." Jamie's probably yes, thinking yes. this is just like you know, but he but it wasn't you know. It's like we're thinking nope. that we're filling that in, but it's like he should have been looking at this and saying, "What the fuck? She's burning like- everyone." They yeah, set that up in the loot train battle. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he he tries to kill yes. Danny, like, because, yes. like, I, exactly. he's like, I have to end this now because yes. she is going to burn it all down. Yes. Like, this is set up already. And that would have made they, sense. And then it just 
goes fucking nowhere. And that's what I mean, he's because then they decided that he didn't care about Danny. the people of King's Landing, and the whole reason oh, he's got yeah, that yeah, stupid right. name yeah. is, you know, because he killed the king to save the people. They, I mean, forgot, they to, didn't want to go there, probably, because then they'd have to revisit that. See, to me, that would have been a better death if he would have died attempting to kill Danny at Winterfell. You know what I mean? Something like that would even been a better, you know. <laughs> and I mean, him, even like a conversation between Jamie and Varys, where Varys can kind of talk about, like, I totally feel fucking guilty that I didn't, you know, that I didn't do anything about Ares. Or, you yeah. know, or even or even yeah. Varys saying, like, yeah. why did you, you know, what made you? Because Varys should yeah. be questioning it. He should be asking Jamie, like, you know, yeah. can what, we compare what notes was your Jamie, tipping you were point? There. Yeah. yeah. Well, they Sorry. were both there. They were both some of the handful of people that could even get near Eris at the end. Oh, right. God. They would know the whole goddamn thing. It's just, this is, it's like you're and saying. Again, it's what just a like, fascinating how can they pass up these opportunities? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I almost want to, I mean, I want to fucking write it. <laughs> yeah. The missing, like, there'd be a great thing yeah. of the missing scenes from season seven and eight of Game of Thrones that we never, you know, beyond, like, the month that, you know, Jamie and Bran were fucking in every room of Winterfell, you know, there's all of these have written, that we, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, so, between us, all of us have probably written that, but I mean, yeah, there's so many opportunities for really interesting, meaty, wonderful scenes that they just decided they don't give a shit about. And I don't understand as a writer, not that I'm a writer, I'm saying they're writers, quote no, unquote, I think, you like know why what? you won't do that. Based off of what we've seen just this last season alone. I think everyone in this conversation is a writer compared to them. <laughs> and especially you, you've written really good fic. I, I don't, don't sell your shirt. These people, and I think I tweeted this. I mean, if these fuckers can have an HBO show, I don't see why any of us can't because clearly I mean, the talent is, doesn't play into it. Right. I mean, George, they're George's characters. He set up, you know, he's setting he he's given them all of the setup and they just have to knock it down well, like it just feels this is easy they had they should have had a big round table with a bunch of writers in yeah. there yeah. and said hey we've got all these really interesting characters in one spot yes. let's have them talk about some really interesting shit and they could have yeah. and they yeah. just didn't they could have hashed it out can you imagine the like, things that would have come out of the d- conversation yeah oh. like Jamie and Danny can they not have a conversation about her family and their legacy and what he yes. did that would have been amazing. And, and that's yeah. clear. Like, so it's like, you know, somebody else on Twitter was like, the whole thing of them, they were bending. Like, you don't bend the characters to the plot. You let the characters grow and you adjust your plot based on that. So it's like they literally had this rigid, very brief plot they wanted to get done. And they bent those yeah. characters without and I mean, any discussion. Yeah. Let's say you take episode two, you know, like this in-between episode where they're in Winterfell. And if, I mean, what if, I mean to me, like you have a writer's room for a reason. Like yeah. I would literally write slips of paper with all of the characters' names on them, put them in a bin, and have everyone pick two. And what's that scene? Like yeah, I don't know I if you film ideas. all of yeah. it, but yeah. but what an like what an interesting exercise. Like just any any two. Like I think we could do that, and yeah. that'd be like really <laughs> really interesting. Yeah, I kind of want to fucking do it now. <laughs> Like, I mean, and that would be like super interesting, and and who knows like what comes from that? But like again, you have all you have these amazing characters, you have amazing actors, all of these resources, and you know you could do that and film it. Like exactly. Jesus Christ, what would we give for 
for someone, I mean, I remember reading a description of heaven as like, heaven is your favorite fan fictions um, acted out by like whoever you want. Like, <laughs> no, like, yeah, that'd be like awesome. And how, you would, know? Yeah, how like, magical and fresh would that be? That would be like what we want because the thing is, as much as everybody says this shit is shockers, it's not. It's boring. I find this crap extremely bland and boring. I'm like, they've done like so many scenes, yeah. these parallels. They, I mean, they even when Who's fucking, did you guys in... notice when Jamie stabbed Euron in the stomach? To me, that looked like a parallel of Brienne stabbing that guy. And I was like, how dare you? I was thinking, how yeah. fucking dare you. Totally have, yeah. great, have Jamie do that shit after what he did to Brienne. Have him do that shit to your own. Yeah, and then I mean, just like Oberyn's eyes getting squished and the hound. I mean, yeah. it's fucking boring. But yeah, you just think of any, you know, think of any two characters before <sighs> in episode two. Like, just ran, like, okay, you know, Sam and Danny. Or, you know, yeah. like, like Sam and Sansa. That, they oh, God, yeah. Literally had a conversation, but you know what? Yeah. Like, yeah. What would they talk about? Like that could be interesting. And they totally talk about like making fun of John. You know, I don't know. But again, like Varys and Sansa, I'd be uh, down yeah, for that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. I mean, the talk thing about is, all of these characters. Probably, I, I mean, you know, right for the realm. You know, mm-hmm. rational, kind of intelligent. There you go. But the thing is, what we're talking about is how all of these characters have interacted and butted against each other and fought against each other for seasons and seasons. And the stakes and the tension in their interactions is built in. It's just sitting there waiting to be used. Yeah. But they didn't bother. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I mean, that's what's heartbreaking about it is that. Yeah. It's a waste. Is that. Yeah. It's it's just a waste. Yeah. And I know I keep saying it'll be remade, but I think um, when we were visiting, I think Dial, I think I'm remembering this right, made the very good point that, yeah, it, it might be remade, but it's never going to be with those actors again. I know. That's yeah. Heartbreaking. <sighs> um, can I chime in with some more Tumblr? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. We got um, Neo, Neo 89, Nio 89. It says a huge thank you, just a huge thank you to you guys for showing up and recording this episode. When Lot <laughs> mentioned that she did this for our community and for those fans out there who didn't have a support system to go through this, I felt truly touched and thankful. It's difficult to explain to people, even those closest to you, why a world of fantasy and fictional characters can have such a huge impact in our lives. It is, and it is definitely alienating to visibly suffer and have no real understanding from people who are not part of the fandom. So again, thank you for your time, effort, words, and for being there for us. Upon rewatched, I realized how many other things irked me about this episode besides the crimes against Jamie and Brienne. For instance, no apology from John to Sam for abandoning him in his hour of need. No public recognition of Danny's efforts. Sansa be- betraying John's trust and what that'll mean for the family. In fact, the fact that Brienne is basically fulfilling no purpose at all. The gross misunderstanding of trauma and finally how gratitude, levity, and hopefulness for a future that's that's why they're celebrating, right? Is again cheapened by bad jokes, sex, and toxic masculinity. They've survived and the writing doesn't make you feel like the characters are elated for their victory and heartbroken for their losses in equal measure. 
There's no nostalgia and anxiety for the challenges to come. It's just flat, flat, flat. And it only happened like this so freaking D&D could put on a costume and cameo in the show. Um, also, I hate myself for thinking that death and battle would have been a better storytelling for many of the characters we love, Brienne being one of them. In fact, the only way I maybe could accept such a regression in Jamie is if Brienne wasn't there to support him in his recovery from his abusive relationship. Even that sen- scenario is problematic. Sigh. Anyways, I realize this is a long one, and... Um, that's that it's going to come after next week's episode so probably the comments above won't make much sense but but thanks battle on ladies and gentlemen defenders of our ship we shall get the books soon enough well i just want to say as someone who saw the behind the scenes of of the fact that there even was an episode last week i'm i'm glad i'm so glad that you guys got gratitude for doing that because it was really tough for them you guys to do that episode it was really hard for them to get it done Mm. And I am so proud of you guys that you did it. Yeah. I mean, hats off. Same. For real, though. Yeah. I, I mean, so many people in fandom talked about what it meant to them that they had it to listen to. It's good to hear. It was really fun to watch it twice, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's the one I didn't watch twice this, oh, this year. God. That's the one I, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. No. Do you have? Do you want to do some more Gmail? Um, yeah, you got one. So um, I just we we do have some message, some other post episode four pre five messages, but we're gonna think and you know, as always, thank you so much for those. We're gonna skip to a couple of um, the post episode five ones though, just to um, make sure we we catch that episode we catch that episode enough. So we have one from M who says. Hi, ladies, and now more frequent gents. Wanted to extend my deepest condolences to all of you lovely people after the horrendous and unnecessary misery porn of episode 5, especially Jamie's ridiculous and upsetting end in the arms of his abuser. In the darkest night after the annihilation of Game of Thrones, I hope you can find some semblance of peace. I used to listen to your podcast weekly back when I still had hope that Game of Thrones would return to its former glory. Suffice it to say that I gave up last year on that ever happening, and honestly, I've been pretty apathetic since. But tonight's apps episode still managed to shock me. It's honestly, it honestly amazed most of the fandom how badly the show has failed us all. Worse than you expected in your darkest dreams, I'm sure. You're not alone. My deep sympathies. That's like the oh. <laughs> tone of the messages. That that is somewhat uh, uh, typical of the tone. I mean, it's definitely. Like a, it's like a, like it. I mean, I think last week was like Jamie broke up with us, and this week it's yeah. like we died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For lack of it, um, we have one from Amanda, or actually this is from Doxa, who says uh, our old friend Doxa. Oh, oh yeah. Dear, yeah. I know. We also yeah. heard from a lot of like yeah. long-term, long-ago listeners and, and guests, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, which is awesome, and you know. Hopefully hear from more of you. Um, This fucking shit show was bad enough, but there are people defending it. What the ever-loving fuck? I think it's making me almost as mad as an actual sack of shit. Um, 
Sorry. I can't even properly articulate thoughts right now. I have so much I want to say about how horrible the show is, but where do I even start? I hope you're all doing okay. Thank you for your podcast and for being my flaming sword, naked Brienne dream in the darkness. Aw. I love that. <laughs> Aw. Uh, let's see. Um, one more Gmail maybe, and then we flip back to Tumblr? Yeah. 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 Listen to us. We're like a well-oiled machine. Um, (laughs) Hi, ladies and occasional gents. My name is Maria, and it's my first time writing to you, although I've been listening to this podcast since 2015. First, I want to apologize if I make any mistake. English is not my first language, which always cracks me up when people say things like this, because, like, my God, if you force me to write fan mail to a podcast in another language. Yeah. (laughs) That would be interesting. Yeah, not going to happen. Um, about this season, I just don't want—I just don't want to comment anything. Basically, because everything is so shittily developed that it makes me cringe. Just thinking in how the writers made Larry tricking Brienne makes me sick. I feel cheated because I've invested too much time in this ship for nothing. It was a waste of time. It's not fan service what I expected from the show, but a little coherence at least in the plot. I don't think I'm asking too much. Um, I'm concerned about the involvement of. George in the scripts. Some people say that D&D blame him for not having the story completed by now, and that is why they ended up writing so poorly on purpose. Two grown-ass men that cannot take their their shit together and need to destroy most of the character developments to, quote, shock the public. Pathetic. On the other hand, people claim George has planned all of the same ending as the show, but then again, what is the point of the story? Um, So, yeah, I think we kind of, you know, we talked a bit about that, that I mean, I, I don't. We haven't really talked about. I mean, does anybody have a different take than that? Than that, Jamie did dump Brienne. <laughs> I, mean, like, I totally dumped her. Like, I just, <laughs> like what? Oh, I don't I'm know. Not, I'm just curious. Like, I mean, I know I've I've seen some things in fandom where people are still talking about that that Jamie did it to protect her somehow still or something to that effect which is not how I read it I mean if that's going to be like the look in John's eyes I mean (laughs) you know what I mean like that was not my interpretation of what they did but I maybe I I don't know she's not he doesn't bring her up again Tyrion doesn't bring her up when they talk and it's yeah so it is what we got like it's exactly what yeah. it is like ugh, and that fucking sucks but that's what it is it does suck yeah yeah no that's how i took it too i know there are people in fandom who were who were kind of trying to read something helpful into it but i should have known none of them were on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you guys want a somewhat pro Danny email? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, so this is from our friend Crystal, who has been on the podcast and is is the other. She's the other Danny fan besides me. Um, <laughs> she Danny has a lot more fans right now. Actually, hey, yeah, <laughs> she, did, she did gain fans. Um, she says, "Last week I thought about you guys. I started to tweet you and say, are you guys okay? Do I need to talk you off the ledge?' <laughs> then I listened to your podcast where you were still spitting mad, and my heart went out to you." I understood. I was mad that Jamie had left Brienne too, but I just knew that Jamie was going off to kill Cersei in some kind of murder-suicide scheme. It was all going to work out. 
and my Danny was going to be queen and takes ki- take King's Landing. Mm-hmm. She and John would settle things out in the final episode. And then we got to this week's episode, The Bells. In D&D, those low-down, dirty assholes strike again. They let Jamie go out as Larry, having Cersei look deep into his eyes as the red keep falls down around them. Blech. <laughs> but to top it all off, the thing that made me physically ill was the character assassination of Daenerys. You know that she was the one I was rooting for. From the first scene she appeared in, no matter what, I was as blind as Tyrion following my dragon queen. She was a badass. I knew that I was in the minority, but I didn't care. I read her chapters in A Dance with Dragons as a little girl queen growing up, learning how to rule. She cared about her people, and she would protect them. Then she became the Mag Queen. She killed indiscriminately. We watch her and Drogon torch babies in their mother's arms. She finished her daddy's work, burned them all. The show even betrays her in the light of a terrorist. Did you guys notice all the parallels to 9-11? Arya covered in dust and soot, the towers falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was supposed to be entertainment. I was not entertained. I curse D&D. May they finally be seen for the hacks that they are, and may no one ever give them another penny to ruin a good story. I have three Targ t-shirts that I'll probably never wear again. I was wearing my Fire and Blood shirt last night of all nights. I understood now how angry you guys were last week when Jamie left. Let's go riot in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. They're doing it to multiple characters. Mm, Like, it's not just one or two characters that are getting shat upon. It is multiple characters. And that, that just, it fucking sucks for so many people out there who have like grown to love and care about and see things of themselves in these characters. Cause I've, I've seen a lot about mental illness and um, Danny, mm-hmm. like, and how people yeah. have related so much to that. Mm-hmm. And like reading some of the things today on Twitter, just like broke my fucking heart mm-hmm. that like, that's what people were feeling because of like what the show has done. And that's just, uh, well, just so upsetting. She- People mm. feeling like, oh, they named their daughter Khaleesi, or they named their dog Khaleesi, and haha, making fun. I'm like, mm. I would yeah. be uh. just fine with that, you know? Like, it's, you know, can I? Just, I mean, I wouldn't name it, my daughter Khaleesi anyway, but I mean, it, you know, I, it's not their about fault. Being detached, but this is what makes me so angry for people who who are saying things like I saw a couple of people on Tumblr and Twitter like despairing and talking about how you know, what was it all for? And, and I'm like, I just want to say, no, you, you still get to have that. Don't let them take that away from you. Don't do that. I mean, you love this. You enjoyed it. I have no regrets. I mean, the show got me into this and I wouldn't have met you people without the show. Mm. I mean, don't let, you know, one or two seasons ruin it all for you. I really don't let them take the characters away from yeah, you. Because they, I mean, don't, they don't yes. belong to D&D any more than they belong to anyone else. Like, they belong to you just as much as they belong to them. God, did you guys ever imagine that in the episode that Jamie died, we'd spend more time being angry about what they did to Danny <laughs> than talking no. about Danny? I mean, it's, it's like they been Danny and they I took am. the Jamie out of Jamie. You know, yeah. it's like it's hard to be upset about him dying when he it was like yeah. you wanted to kill him yourself. Then, you know? <laughs> oh, but yeah, like even like when Jamie when he first gets to Cersei, where they're in the room with the map room um on the floor like my mom said she was just sitting there like okay now stab her now he's gonna stab her (laughs) like she said she was like when kyburn comes to talk to um when kyburn comes up to talk to cersei the last time 
My mom was like, that's Arya. I know it is. She already <laughs> killed Kyber. She has his face. She's going to take Cersei to the oh. basement, and then the <laughs> Hound is going to be waiting, and it's going to go down. I mean, isn't <laughs> it funny that Arya never took anyone's face this season? Never. Yeah, like, what right? was that all for? What you know was what? Bravo's for? You know what's funny is if Arya had literally waited in that map room for another, like, five minutes, Cersei would have just came strolling through. Yes! Yes! She does. <laughs> yes! Let me fight you between like, the mom and the house. Yeah. Like, it would have been so quick. <laughs> right? Could have right there. That was just the most pointless thing, too, to have Arya get all the way. Not just, not just in the city. She's in not the just in the Red, red Keep. She's oh, literally yeah. in, like, Cersei's chambers. There. There. And she just goes. I mean, like, I did. I have to say, the only thing that even affected me emotionally the whole episode was her scene with Sander there, though. Yes. When yeah. she calls him Sander, oh my god, that was I the only that. thing that moved me. I mean, of all of the, of I hate that they killed him by fire. Like, let's take his trauma and turn that into like, uh, you know, haha, gotcha thing. But you know, Sander always Sander on the show. I mean, yes, they memeified him to a certain extent, but it's like the core of him felt like the same person still. I mean, I still, how even though I don't think they wrote it really, I still felt his conflict between like revenge and a life and you know another life. I don't think that it was a strong enough conflict, but I I felt yeah. like that existed. Whereas, you know, other characters, I, I definitely, I don't know that I got. I don't know. I, I can't, you know. Yeah. Um, we got another one um, from Tumblr. It's from Alias SD6. Oh, another old timer. Uh, yes, I know. I, 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 sad this is why we're hearing from people, but I'm glad to be hearing from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, ladies and occasional gents. I had to listen to 16 episodes to catch up because I was dying to hear your thoughts on the last few episodes. I was so proud of Brienne when she was knighted. At least the writers got something right. Your anger on episode four did not disappoint. I'm excited that JB is now canon, but so angry that they butchered Jamie. I mean, Larry's arc. Poor Brienne. My heart is broken for her. I can't believe he left her crying Nick and Gwen did an amazing job with their acting, though. I'm going to hang on to the hope that Jamie is just pushing Brienne away to protect her, no matter how slim that chance is. I can't take this show anymore. Also was disappointed we only got, like, five seconds of them making out. Thanks for giving the JB fandom a place to rant and curl up in a fetal position while recovering from the atrocities in this latest ep. When the series is over, will you be continuing the podcast? You guys give me something to look forward to, even though I really fall behind on listening sometimes. Thanks for all your hard work. Oh, what a sweet message. Yeah. <laughs> do we have any more from the mailbag, Go? Oh, gosh, we do have a lot. <laughs> we do. Uh, this is what happens when I mute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm like I'm a horrible person in the conference, like those conference called like memes, where it's like, are you on mute? Or are you on? Yeah, that's me. Okay, um, we have a message from Caitlin. Hello, lovely ladies and occasional gents. 
in the wake of the total shit show, shit show seems to be like the popular terminology, we got served last night. I need to take a moment to focus on more important things in life, like how totally freaking awesome you all are. I started listening during season seven. I was so happy to find kindred spirits who love book Jamie and Brienne and are just as pissed off as I am about the show. I followed your advice and turned to fan fiction after last night's episode and had the joy of reading In This Light for the first time. Oh my God, so good, but I also need sleep. Thanks to your rec and amazing podcast. I'm sitting here now with a renewed love for these two beautifully complex characters and not letting the show bring me down. Yay. That I mean, yeah. again, like, yeah. they're not D&D's characters. They're, they're ours, too, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah, cool. like, how lucky that... I'm kind of angry that, like, people get to read. Like, the people, you know, that good fan, you know, really good classic fan fiction or, you know, even just people that haven't read the books yet, like, I'm super jealous because, like, how awesome would that be to have that be, like, your palate cleanser after going through all this? Like, imagine not having not having read the books and, like, holy shit, are you in for a ride? Like, you're for a good time, you know? Oh. Is it, but will it still be that same issue as when they get to the end and it hasn't? he hasn't published the last two books? Yeah, it's still going to don't get me wrong, but you're, you know, for a while you're going to be, you know, pretty jacked. But just imagine, like, getting to Cat's last chapter in Clash of Kings and, like, that's, you know, that's Jamie. Like, holy shit. Oh, like, how awesome. Uh, first time. Pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, we have a short one from Steven who says, Greetings to ladies and occasional gentlemen at Close the Door and Come Here. Having just witnessed the latest of Dick and Dork's offerings, I have an idea for a game that might cheer your spirits. Can anyone name a tired, overused old movie trope that groans of theme has not employed? There must be one, possibly even two out there, although I cannot at present think what they might be. Alas, poor Larry. I knew him, but I wish I hadn't. <laughs> I feel like they've never gone on amnesia. That's like the one thing. Have they done amnesia? I don't think so. They just didn't get around. No, to it. I feel I would remember because that is just so classic soap opera, and I, I that was my <laughs> jam. Remember I, amnesia? I think that <laughs> I'd remember amnesia with the. Yeah, no, I don't think they have. So we got that. To look oh. <laughs> <sighs> we have a short message from Tina, who's another one of our our frequent guests, Tina. Uh, hey all, your friend Tina here. Not sure what the fuck is going on in Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. Please let the books be better. Can we just get the freaking book? <laughs> One more episode <laughs> left. I need to see how this mess ends. Is Arya going to kill the dragon? Who knows? Can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> oh, I mean, God, how much do you guys wish like the episode would just fucking leak so it'd be over with? I know. Oh. I want to know. I want to know. I don't even want to know. I just want it to be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready for it to be over. Like, yeah. The other leaks were real. Why wouldn't this last one be? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what if, if we give a little like spoiler warning right now? Because I wanted to. I oh, wanted yeah, to... Devin, un- uncheck. Devin, yourself. take off your headphones because yeah. because I know it's something we're going to talk about touching, and I, I just thought about like, okay, okay. Aside from like, <laughs> oh my god, okay, my biggest bitch about the of all the horrible things. Why the fuck would Bron be on the council? Like, if that shit is real, yeah. what the that fuck? River run that's, his, now. that's his reward. Of, high garden. It's that oh high garden. He trades in for the council. What the hell is that? And no women. And also, like, like they shit on all the women. 
Well, plus, like, yeah, you're going to vote, and I would have, I mean, are they even going to be fucking options? Because who's not, who realistically, I'm voting for Yara, or Asha, or Sansa. Yeah, like, Sansa, I'm not fucking why? voting for Bran, Bran above Sansa? Well, like, what the Why f- is Sansa not on this council? God. Why is Asha not on the council? You know, like, oh, why? No. It should be all women. I mean, women. It should be a queen and all women. <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> and, like, why wouldn't you vote for her? Like, you can see they already planted the seeds for Bran to be king. They planted them through this oh, whole season. Little these seeds. Oh, what are they going to do? Like, does, so Bran is just like immortal. So they're electing no, no, an immortal god. Yeah, and, yeah basically. No I would or... like to think that they had this whole theory about Blood Raven finally attaining kingship, you know, oh, through Bran. God. But no, we know that's not. I mean, that's not how deep <laughs> well, they I get. Mean, Blood Raven, but it would be I don't cool. Think... Even I don't even think they know it. anymore. I mean, if they ever knew that stuff, they've forgotten it. Know. Yeah. You know, my theory is that they read maybe the first book and then turned to some interns. And then the interns stopped reading and just went to, like, the wiki site. I don't think anyone's actually read those books. Yeah, no. I, I mean, it's a great site. I'm not knocking it. A lot of work went into okay, that. But... I can't believe I'm going to defend him, but I do think Cogman has read the books. I just don't think he's... um. Great at understanding a lot of things. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think David and Dan read. I know they didn't read past Storm. I mean, none of us think they did. No, I mean, you can't. Their interpretation of Jamie is. Um, I mean, granted, there are men, especially in the fandom, who yeah. have read the books and yet clearly did I not. I hope you were using air quotes when you said read. Yes. <laughs> no, I think that there are men in the fandom that have read the books but have a completely warped perception of Jamie because they because yeah. he's rich and blonde and handsome and they think that he's a 1980s movie villain and even reams of evidence of the fact that he in fact is not the dude from the Karate Kid will not like erase <laughs> that from their minds and that they do have but, this weird or like blind spot Shrek. about him. But I'm going to yeah. say the same thing about that as I say about a lot of things which is these are all people pardon me if I am wrong I don't think I am who people? watched the show first and show Jamie is not book Jamie and never was and always was worse and always what you know always committed worse crimes and never was as repentant I mean like they're just not the same person well not so, even I mean, like, like the repenting but I've seen things like Jamie's a Jamie's a bully and I'm like of everything that Jamie is he is explicitly not a bully oh brother all the fanboys in fandom are mad at right. jamie because he killed jory and like that is the beginning and end of it and like he doesn't personally kill jory in the books the whole thing is just oh, stupid i mean I, I don't mean to be such a dick about it but like when you actually do read the books first right. you don't have this weird impression yeah. of so many of the characters that you do from watching the show right and you literally get you know like merit Frey's pov when he talks about how he personally was a bully when they were squires and you know jamie was this the high status kid who broke up shit. Like yes. he was the, I mean, you hate, you know, like the term white knight obviously has a, like a, you know, icky connotation now, but he literally was the white knight. That's the whole fucking point of it is that that's the kid he was like, he, he was a kid. He was like a really good kid, frankly, who had a weird fucked up relationship with his sister, but was otherwise like a really good kid and then had a horrible traumatic experience happen to him and has sort of stopped trying you know, like, that's who he is at the start of the books. He's yeah, not, like, a shithead, you know? He's not a shithead. But I gotta say, it's not, it's not just Jamie with this. There are several characters, no. and Danny is one of them. If you read the books 
first, you just kind of have a different flavor of who they are because it's the book flavor. And so the show younger. laid tracks for certain characters that people have never gotten out of their heads. Yeah. And that is just the beginning and end of it. And there's a hero track for Danny. And now they're reaping the the rewards of what they wrought, which was setting her up as a hero the whole goddamn time. And now that they're using George's ending, none of it makes any fucking sense. Yeah, and it was the same thing with Jamie. Can I just say this will not be a bittersweet ending? None of this no. will be bittersweet. Oh, no. I think they've misunderstood what that means. Yeah, yeah. No. like no, there's no sweetness anywhere. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> just bitter. I mean, I guess for Sansa. I mean, but even Sansa, you have her yeah. being like, well, you know, wait, she wait, loses the we, brutally we, raped and abused and never, you know, like where's her happiness? Mm. Like, she's not explicitly destroyed yet, but, like, what's there to make her happy? No, it's just a bitter, salty ending. That's it. That's all it is. Bitter, bitter. A bitter, bitter ending. And I even think, like, like you know, I'm going to get to the point where I don't even think, like, that was weird anyway, but I, I don't think they're going to get much on Brienne. Like, I don't know if we're going to get it. Oh, I'd be shocked if she even has a line. That's the thing. None Same. of the spoilers, Same. like, people are talking about babies. I don't even think they're going to go there. Like, we've heard nothing oh, well. about Brienne in any of the, you know, anything. I'm going to stand behind go there. I don't think they'll go anywhere with her. I but think if they did, they'd standing go there. behind yeah. Sansa, and that is yeah. the last yeah. you'll ever see of Brienne. I, I think so I'm too. with Guile. I would be surprised if she has any dialogue. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get any any resolution like anything. she might be pregnant but like she'll be visibly pregnant and we just oh, won't even you know yeah. jesus yeah Christ. i'm leading towards but, yeah it's... not just because they don't care you know i don't even think they're going to throw anybody that little you know that some people might well, do, I like, say, mean, is it even a bone well, I just, some people might think it's a bone but yeah but to Brienne, is it like how would you? Oh, tell me about my daddy. Well, your yeah, daddy. Yeah, I don't think it is. Them, you know? I don't think it is. But like, I think there are people in fandom. Like I've read forums that I think they think that's at least something. At least they're gonna have a baby, Lannister or something. I don't know. Yeah, I doubt that. They, they I think she's I think done, done. Is my yeah, I think speculation. Done with it. Yeah. And honestly, I would rather have that. It's like all the people wondering about what's gonna happen with this. I'm like, no, don't worry. Yeah. You know. Well, if there is. There is only one thing I would bring up, and that's the fact that there is an interview with Nikolai that this these reporters will not oh, release yet. Yeah. Like they they yeah they he they can't release it until the final episode airs. So what could that so, be? Well, they haven't well, here's said the that. Deal. They just said it's delayed. Okay. Well, but, but, here's the deal. No, it's really suspicious because Hibbard talked about it after like the third episode that the next week a a, a, a Nikolai interview was coming out. Right. So it was supposed to be released after the fourth episode. Well, it didn't come out. And not only that, but he actually erased the reference to it coming out in the former article. So it didn't come out last week. And so everybody expected it to come out this week. And it still hasn't come out. Here, Jamie just died. And we haven't heard anything from Nikolai, which, if you follow fandom at all, is crazy. Because anytime there's any big Jamie moment, especially Jamie and Brienne moments, Nikolai pretty much doesn't shut up. So it is getting weird. And someone actually asked Hibbard what what was going on with this interview. And he's like, oh, I've held it till next week. And so it is kind of weird. It is so a little he, bit So strange. it is some kind of surprise, some kind of something, maybe. Surprise well, either it's no, a surprise just, or just... it's that he says yeah. some anti-Game of Thrones stuff. I mean, it could go either way. I, yeah. I kind of lean toward he says something salty. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. But then why release it at all? That's weird. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. unless they, it's like juicy. negotiating yeah. with. Yeah. The sh- negotiating with them not to release it because he wants to try to salvage his career at this point. Because I don't I, I know. know. People I mean, are saying he's, I mean, I guess we'll see at the beginning of the episode. And as, okay, if they have, people are saying, okay, he was contracted for six episodes. 
if they have his body in it, that doesn't. That's stupid too because they would have been crushed to all smithereens. I think they're dead paid body for the season, there. though, aren't yeah. they? Because I mean, he was paid for episode one, and he's in like a minute. You know. I mean, Charles Dance got a credit, and he was a corpse. I mean, yeah, yeah but he's not. He uh, can't be just... a corpse because he's squished. Like, why would he be a corpse? Well, I mean, <laughs> they, just, they don't. I mean, I guess they don't care. Don't they could have him looking gonna beautiful. There's going to be a beer corpse, with him yeah. on it. I mean, like you could yeah. show his body in the rubble or whatever, yeah. and there you go. You got to pay I him. Think they yeah. learned their lesson with Stannis that you need to show the body or people don't believe the okay, person's so dead. they're going to show yeah. his corpse looking perfect even though he was crushed by like like how many tons of, you know. I, yeah. I think it's really <laughs> telling that people who are all working actors have been as salty as they have. That's not yeah. usual. Yeah. yeah. At least not directly in this close to something being released. I, I find that. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's, you know, with, with Nikolai, too, I mean, his next thing that we know for sure about is, you know, he's doing that play with Matt Shank, the director Matt Shankman. So, I mean, obviously, he certainly has not burned his bridges with, you know, people involved in Game of Thrones. It might just be, you know, yeah, with the writers. And it kind of sounds like yeah. given it kind of sounds like they just give nothing to the actors, like the actors have to, like, figure out how to play things. That's because they're terrible. Not, so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they're lot, probably... Well, they're going into a great franchise because George Lucas was is famous for that. Ugh. Well, it's so interesting, though, because when you think, like, to go back to Troy, I mean, there's several actors After? that were in Troy that came back for Game of Thrones. So I wonder if they've just gotten, like, lazy as they've gotten older because, you know, if they were acting like that, if, if that's kind of like they gave you on a movie, like, I don't know that you'd be super eager to to go on another project with them. And if you're Sean Bean, you know, like you have, you have options. So, you know, if they were, if don't was, like to be over directed, I don't know. I mean, well, maybe I mean, there's have the books to yeah. read and stuff. You can fill some of that in, but once the book, yeah, I guess read, and like with Sean, yeah. with Sean Bean, I guess it was a finite, you know, it was a pilot. It was yeah. A, yeah. a finite role and stuff too. But yeah, it's just like, I, it seems to me like maybe a lot of these actors were are not particularly eager to work with them again. And how so, frustrating yeah, is that where it. they're not giving them information, but yet when they do try to put input in like Nikolai did, they're totally discounting it. Like they're saying, okay, we're not going to give you this background information. you got to sort of wing it. But then, okay, when you do get your input, like, I don't think my character would do this. Fuck you. I mean, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, and Game of Thrones is such a weird not completely weird. This happens more now with prestige television, but um, this, this thing of the writers being also the showrunners, you know, writing everything themselves, running the show. And then these guys also direct some episodes. They do have a weird amount of control that isn't, doesn't always exist. Well, definitely doesn't always exist mm-hmm. for writers on a, on a TV show. And it's the emperor's um, clothes. They can't really judge themselves. Like they can't. Yeah. I mean, typically, and, and take a good typically, in a typical situation, the director makes all these calls. And if the actors aren't sure how to play something, it's the director who interprets the scripts and is telling them, okay, this is what this is. This is a weird situation where the writers are heavily involved and because they're the showrunners, they can step in and mess with things. So I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell, but it does look like the, 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 the actors have indicated that they just don't really know how they're supposed to be playing a lot of scenes. Yeah. Well, and I think some of them have talked about like just having to go off on their own and do stuff. Yeah, like, Lena or, just or talked about it in I mean, her um, interview. Lena just released an interview about you know Cersei's end, and she yeah. was like, "Yeah, you know, 
Nikolai and I talked it out and we did this and this, and it was just about them figuring it out for themselves. I mean, like, I'm like, there's no director. What's his name? Um, Michael McElhatton, who played Roos, said he started, he's one of the few actors I've, I've run, run across who actually said they were reading the books and he got specifically told, don't do that. But that was, I think, I think he pretty much built that character. I think a lot of those actors pretty much, you know, went off on their own and did whatever they had to do because I don't think they were getting a lot of direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, for some that might, you know, for some it might be satisfying. I mean, Nikolai, we know he's a writer. So, I mean, in some ways the interpretation could be, you know, sometimes probably pretty interesting and other times, you know, obviously like pretty frustrating. But yeah, it's... Well, I'm sure part of his frustration was... I mean, it sounds like when he was sold the part, like, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to have this huge arc later and, and this, this mm-hmm. and this are going to happen. And he was expecting his Riverlands arc from Feast, I think, right. and he never got it. And I will die on this hill and say, just like George told Gwendolyn that, you know, Jamie and Brienne was his Beauty and the Beast. I'm sure yeah. that George told Nikolai the same thing because yeah. Nikolai has played that right. like Brienne is the one. And He's even, always you know, played it that way. Yep. I'm I'm hypercritical of Lena Headey's portrayal of yeah. Cersei. Like I I do think it's it's caused problems, and you know unfortunately I've you know I've seen her in enough other things that I think that and and I saw her in the Blackwater episode that you know book Cersei's a fucking you know she's this glorious mess and yeah she would have been awesome in that role and it would have been a hell of a lot more fun to play you know like wine glass throwing Cersei like losing her shit like as opposed to like and then Natalie Dormer who is awesome at that too like Marjorie I mean Marjorie and Cersei should have been having like dynasty era fights down the staircases and stuff at some (laughs) point it would have been I, mean, I, been I don't blame Lena that. for that though. That is D and D's fault. Benioff and Weiss, if they, if you know, they should have been like, okay, either we're going to write to the portrayal that you're doing of Cersei, which they never really did, or they should have said, you really need to portray this so that these book book plot points that we're going to throw at you yeah. make sense but for they, the character that never, you're playing. Yeah, they if, never. I mean, the book plot. If they, they really either. don't want like what an actor's doing. I mean, that's easy enough for them, and most actors would have to just suck it up and deal. But, but they I, loved what she was doing. Yeah. They just didn't understand that it didn't make any sense and, with the book plot points they were having her play. Well, there was no long term. I mean, that was the other. That's been one of the problems all along is they've never thought about we're making these the butterfly effect, I guess. Yeah. You know, we're yeah, making these so. changes and it's going to impact our story. And honestly, it doesn't seem like they give a shit about that. So no, they just the characters do what the plot requires them to do. So it doesn't matter what happened before. Right. So speaking <sighs> of the plot, is there anything about this last episode that we haven't talked about that anyone wants to talk about? <laughs> I have two quick, quick okay. like points to throw out real quickly. Hit One. The Starks built their encampment right next to King's Landing. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and no one was guarding the walls. And two, Tyrion's like, hey, I've left a dinghy for you. And if you, if with good wind, you'll sail across the narrow sea in like a few days. That was the smallest ship I have ever seen. <laughs> and you, I'll be damned if Cersei and Jaime could have sailed across the narrow sea with it. We could have oh had a Titanic moment. They would have died together. Yeah, how, how was he supposed to row that thing with one hand? <laughs> Cersei was gonna run. Exactly. You gotta make Cersei do it. I can't. I can't. Carol. Even. Well, and okay. okay so I take Tyrion, this back. Tyrion, if- Tyrion asked Davos to get that dinghy for him, so he basically involved Davos in this treason. Yeah. 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 Jesus. Uh, I think how, yeah, he, Davos was okay yeah. with it. Oh. 
he 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 you know Tyrion betrays Varys by saying by telling Danny, and then like ten minutes later betrays Danny himself. <laughs> that was so yeah. That was so weird. That to me, I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Like I like I was like, "What the hell's happening?" I don't understand well, this. Got the girls executed. <laughs> well, he sold out Ferris. <laughs> and what's the conversation between Tyrion and Jamie? Like Tyrion was having to convince Jamie oh, to go to the Red Keep to save Cersei. <laughs> like why was yeah. he? convincing him and why did yeah why did like, jamie, was was jamie there for i know like literally she sent Bronn to kill you both <laughs> well right but i mean even beyond that if you why accept that they've yeah. all decided like why is he convincing jamie like isn't that what jamie's there for <laughs> like it made uh, no sense God. the only good thing was those two actors obviously have yeah. i mean it's so funny like they have such tremendous chemistry and again for the people that are picking up the books and have never read them boy will you be shocked to learn that they have exactly two scenes together in the entire <laughs> book <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you'll still feel the same way about them as brothers you know yeah, like you will you that's will. the miracle of it about each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, like the whole, whole thing, makes the whole no Jamie sense. and Tyrion thing. Because I'm like, number one, Jamie knows he's going to get Tyrion killed for going along with this escape plan, and Tyrion knows he's going to get Jamie killed because he knows that Jamie's not going to be able to get Cersei to surrender. The whole thing's stupid. They're literally getting each other killed. Yep. Like instead why? of saying, "Hey, let's take this boat, just leave." Have a great time. Like I'll try to, you know, I could probably hook up with Sansa. Give me like a month. That's gonna happen, and you can go back to this woman that you said you loved last week. Like, <laughs> totally slap the crap out of him. I know. Oh my god. Expect each other. Saw some sense to each other, you morons. Like, yeah, they uh, should have been fighting on the beach. Those two, not Euron and Jamie Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> and right. Do the Ron right thing. Stupid leather pants. Oh god. Okay. okay. And just can okay. nobody hear this conversation? Like, oh, I know. There are the so tents. many people. Oh out my there. god. Can nobody hear they this? We can't we can't let this go without talking <laughs> about this horse at the end with Arya. Oh my god. What the oh fuck? Is that? Where did they come from? That's Bran's Uber. She she forgot it. I think like isn't there like, oh it's the pale mare. The or you know the pale <laughs> horse of the death. Like, they do not get that yeah. credit. I'm sorry, but they do not get that Wasted credit. Wasted time on that shit. That's definitely not what it was. They No, they weren't thinking about that. It's just like, oh, here's a horse for Arya to escape on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> way more accurate. Stranger, you know? Oh, God. But it's like the music was like all building like it was this meaningful moment. And I was like, this doesn't was mean dull. shit. It was dull. Not yeah, a goddamn like, thing. Well, do you remember so these are the people who set a horse on fire? And I still don't understand how you do that. And chopped There's in no- half. There was a horse chopped in half at the beginning of this one. Yeah. The, it looks like it was just seared in half. Oh, God. I don't like animals. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, if I was like a pet rescue, if I, if I were like Vanderpump Rules in LA and David Benioff or Dan Weiss wanted to adopt a dog, I would decline the application. <laughs> Oh, so are we getting back to any finishing up? The, I think there's a, some little more Tumblr. Let's just give up on the mail. Okay. It's too long. It's two hours. Like, for fuck's sake. Sorry, but yeah, guys. I mean, we did, we have, okay. I think, like, and like one of the emails is from Lot, so, you know, we don't need to read that. Sorry, Lot. 
I think we I think we have like maybe if you condense one, we have eight more pieces on top of it. We can read them another time. So yeah, don't yeah. Yeah, it's a long I mean episode. seriously, it was really like amongst like all of the shit with the show in the last yeah. like it was two days, it was really fun to see all the messages come in because yeah, it was like oh my god, so much mail. So yeah. it was kind of crazy to see all that happen and to kind of yeah. hear that you that everyone mail was, from all all of a, the people who some mail, of whom yeah. we've never watched or listened to yeah. us and some of whom we haven't heard from in a long yeah. time. So, I really really appreciate it. That was lovely. Lot. I mean because obviously this has been. You know, mm. not the most fun shit after what we, you know, what we hoped or what we thought. I mean, I think we thought, like, if we ever got Chicky or Kama back, it was going to be because we were going to have a whole episode talking about, <laughs> you know, Jamie and Brienne being together and in oh, love. God, and, you know, no. this is not how, no, not how we not. to be back together, you know? Well, apparently oh, it was the entire what the fuck is this episode that got me back. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So well, you help heal our hearts a little bit, right? It really did. It was really cool to see all the messages come in, guys. Um, God, I wish they were under better circumstances. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it'll all turn around next week. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, sure it will. Yeah. Sure it will. going to pull all that all together. Like, yeah. It's going to make total imagine. sense. Yeah, I mean, like, even knowing the spoilers, like, this, I mean, there's, like, events that we know, but even knowing that, it's sort of like, can't really even fathom what it's going to be like like it's a spectacular shit show and you know i sort of have expectations now about how bad it's going to be i hope it's good to 20 percent. i hope it gets down to 20 percent on rotten tomatoes because what is it 38 (laughs) percent for this one i will like that's what we're reading for now yeah it's like have they just gone down since yeah the the long night i think it's gone down yeah i think it's 38 percent or 48 percent now it's real low and they're critical the reviews have not been good this season like (laughs) I mean, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know where these critics have been all along because it sucked for a long time, but it's it's like there's a lot of Schadenfreude. I I I have no problem saying it. It's just been awesome, like seeing these critics take these guys down for the idiots and can someone plot there. that though? Like plot their um, plot their approval rating versus Trump because I feel like that might be. <laughs> <laughs> And the sad thing is the ratings were really high. So it's like the ratings were high. A lot of people watched, but they didn't that's like what's, it. That's the ratings have gone down. <laughs> no, they had the last episode. They were episode. really high. They were yeah. really high. They were. That's the They just hate it. No matter what, it's going to be high because there's going to, for next episode, because there's going to be people yeah, tuning in to see what highest. happens in the end. Yeah, and that's all HBO cares about. The DVD, Cody, that is all HBO cares about. The DVD sales, the subscription, you know, the DVD sales, subscriptions to HBO. Like, I mean, and then they have, I mean, how does this, I mean, I know that D&D have nothing to do about it, but. I have no desire to watch their prequel. Like, oh, I don't no. care. Like, can you imagine no. the commentary? Fuck I just thought about no. oh, the commentary for this season. Oh, God. I'm not going to buy that. I mean, show. I haven't bought a DVD since season yeah, three. I, I don't see the need to redress that. And I'm not online. here for their yeah. prequel. So, you know, and um, I don't. So, I mean, those HBO are things HBO legally, cares so... about, you know? So. <laughs> Uh, there is one thing I did want to bring up. They're doing a like two-hour oh, video God. afterward of like the live reading of the season. Of why they read the whole. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, where the whole the whole cast reads all the seasons. I don't think like, it's together. just that. I think it's like a documentary. Oh, is it? And that's okay. Yeah, it's like yeah, that it's next Sunday, isn't it? I'd like to actually yeah. live read to see the reactions on their faces yes. when they read the horror. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see the cast one more time, yeah. but I yeah. really have a hard time even looking at Benioff and Weiss at this oh, point. Man. No, I can't. I can't. I the minute they start that no for the inside of the episode, I have to turn it off. That fumbly talk, like I just, it's it's like Trump on my radio. The minute he goes on, I can't. I got to turn it off. My God. blood pressure goes up like five points. <laughs> okay, so anything else from the episode? Anybody have anything else? They, I mean, we've hardly talked about Game Bowl, but I don't. What is there to fucking talk about? There's nothing to talk about. Oh, there was just one fucking beautiful shot when Drogon flies over where oh, Sandor yeah. is at the bottom of the staircase yeah. and Yugurg is at the yeah, top and like light, that. Yeah. Drogon flies over blowing fire like that is such a beautiful fucking shot. And, and I mean that's, that's the it. thing like there's yeah. these beautiful shots I mean we haven't talked about the music which was you know oh. fucking amazing. Oh, so good. And I mean and we haven't talked about Amelia who I think I'm sorry Kama I think she's been fucking amazing all season. You're wrong but you're entitled. <laughs> I mean, there's all of these people that are involved in the show who've done an amazing job. And for everything that I personally say against it, like, it's the writing. It's yeah, 100% yeah. the writing. Same and that's the, it, yeah. And yeah. everything else is, you know, and, it, you know, everything else has been, is as it has been for seasons, is great. Like, yeah. everyone Acting, who's put their heart and soul in it, like, yeah, you are amazing, and you've been, you know, unfortunately sold out by really yeah. shitty showrunners and their writing. Yeah. And I think it's important to, like, point that out, because oh, yeah. they obviously oh, yeah. have worked so hard on yeah. it. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking, you can just think of what we could have gotten if the writing would have right. been on par with you everything else. You can see the oh, disappointment on their faces when they yeah. have these interviews. Yeah. You can. So yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And also, they killed Aaron Rodgers. So, <laughs> okay, was that that was the well, in my house? Player? That was a good thing. I don't Who, was that? That in your house? Who was that? He's the Packers quarterback. Where, where, where was he? Oh, where was he? Oh, okay. He was the King's Landing dude. My husband was cheering that, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, he was the oh, dude that was standing up front, the first one to get killed when they put their swords down, or. No, no, he no. Like, he tries to cut through an alley, and oh, I, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, he made it, and then the fire just, like, comes around the oh, alley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Similar he to the way Arya gets off to the side and somehow doesn't die, because Arya does that <laughs> right. same thing when the fire's coming and doesn't right. die, but whatever. I mean, honestly, they should have had him, like, they should have had him throw a spear and, like, hit the bell, so and that's great. what, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, oh, so been so awesome. That's what would have been so accurate. And everybody thought they just gave up, but it was really just him. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah, like, give him his hero moment. But, you know, if Jamie can't have it, Aaron yeah. Rodgers doesn't get it. <laughs> well, I guess. Goodbye, Jamie. We yeah. didn't know you at all. You were really Larry the whole time. <laughs> Who knew Larry. this is it for Jamie? Wow. I mean, I'm not surprised he's side. dead. I'm just, uh, I'm just surprised that they had to destroy his character first. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it, and I never will. And it's not what's fucking happening in the books. Even if he dies with Cersei, it's not gonna be like that. Yeah, he's gonna go out like, yeah. fuck no, <laughs> fuck off, no. I'm here for Chicky's rage. I love it. Sorry. Okay, no, so it's, it's, it's I. Yeah, no, I'm I'm here for it. I mean it sincerely. I I love you, dude. Anything else? 
anyone have to say about this travesty? Let's go away inside. Let's go away inside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you would like to send us a message, we would love it and we would love to read it. And we're going to try to read the rest of our messages from this week, next week, um, unless we get (laughs) bombarded again. Uh, So you can write to us at close the door and at gmail.com. You can reach reach us on Tumblr at close the door and come here.tumblr.com. Um, you can always find our podcasts on Podbean and Stitcher and iTunes, and please do review us at all the places we love to read reviews. Um, is there anything else I need to say as we close? Oh, want to thank our patrons, you guys. Yeah. Bless you for yeah. paying our hosting fees so that we can keep doing this. Um, if you would like to become a patron of our podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash close the door, I think. Um, anything else? Anyone? No? All right. I guess I'm closing this fucking door. Get out.